There once was a man named Slapjack. He was a big fan of the Rat Pack. He had a cool mask. I reached for my flask. But what happened to Dijakovac? That is... That's a, that's a little... Uh, that's a little limerick. Snap, 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 snap. That's right. If we're talking wrestling, you know what podcast you're listening to. You know you're listening to the Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast. Of course, this is the only wrestling podcast that you can find online. It's hosted by myself, Cameron Osborne. It's also hosted by Mike the Shoot Shepherd. Mace in your face. <laughs> T-bone in your... T-bar in your rebar. That's right. Um, that's right. Uh, who do... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Folks, well, we great- we'll get to all that. <laughs> we'll get to all of that. Uh, so you know what we're talking about, folks. Of course, we have a great show coming up for you again this week. Our normal kind of scheduled thing now, you know, there's less uh, less NBA playoff games, which means that Wednesday night is available kind of, you know, in different... Uh, know in different kind of places uh so you know so tnt is no longer pushing around uh our AEW dynamite show uh and everything seems to be back normal yeah in fact they gave them uh they gave them a bonus hour this week yeah i was wondering what that was i was trying to think to myself i wonder if uh you know kind of like the playoffs displaced an episode and they kind of had to catch one up uh, I don't know, yeah, because it was only a one hour Because it was thing. only a one hour, uh, uh, but there were, you know, there were a few matches on that. It, it seems sort of more like a glorified dark. Yeah, pretty much. Like nothing, uh, if you missed it, you didn't really miss any storyline advancement or anything. Yeah, all you missed was Sean Spears. But we'll get to Sean. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll God damn right that, we're so. going to get to Sean Spears. Uh, because uh, this this wouldn't be an episode of the podcast without us mentioning his name at least once. Um, so let's just let's just skip right to it, right? Let's get into our wrestling week. But before we kick off our wrestling week, um, let's kind of let's jump in here with a little bit of uh, Twitter. Tweet of the Week champion. It's the Tweet of the Week. It's the tweet of the week. Yes, we're talking about here um, the most illustrious title in the Shoot Brothers universe, of course. Um, new tweet. This is a brand new tweet league champion, by the way. I should say, uh, first time never been on. Uh, you know, never won the award because he hasn't really fallen into our scope until recently. Because this week's tweet league champion is none other than Mr. Eddie Kingston. Mr. King. Mr. Coolest person in the world. Uh, he's such a cool <laughs> guy. Um, I think that's kind of the consensus amongst a lot of wrestling fans out here. Um, you're the Tweet League champion when earlier on in the week he posted um, a little rant of his. Uh, and it was pretty simple. He said, Tom from MySpace never deleted posts. Never banned accounts. <laughs> he didn't interfere. We just had to be friends with him. Tom gave us everything and we turned our backs on him. That's it. Well, Eddie Kingston. Uh, <laughs> Eddie Kingston. He's right. He's right. Tom was there. Didn't uh, ask anything. Tom. For- <laughs> fuck Tom. That fucking dweeb. You can't force friendship. It's got to come. In that, he would. Uh, he, he had that funny little look on his face when he was. Uh, when he was, uh, you know, in his little photo there, of course. But of I've heard he did delete fame. people's accounts and shit, so he's not so nice. No, really? Oh, I guess we'll have to see. But uh, but Eddie Kingston making <laughs> his way onto the board, um, and hopefully, you know, his now his Twitter account is kind of in the al- is in the Shoot Brothers algorithm, as it were. Um, maybe we'll see more from him uh, in the future. You know, he's almost like forty. Yeah, he seems middle aged. You, you can or... tell by his by you know looking at him. But yeah, uh, he's it's, been through some stuff. 
it's so crazy to see uh, so many people, especially coming through AEW, who have been on the indies for 10, 15 years now. Yeah. Uh, but Eddie Kingston, we know you're a great talker, so uh, we know you can be a great tweeter. We know you, we we know you can be a great tweeter. It's sort of like uh, it, it it is funny when you think of some of the ages of some of these superstars, right? Especially coming out of coming out of AEW, especially we have so many of these guys who have been on the indies for years who are in their 30s. They are in their mid 30s. Yeah. It's almost you know what what you think you know tailing towards the end of somebody's in ring career, where now is their chance to finally be built. up up 40 is the new 30 40 is the new 30 that's right i mean god aj styles has to be 44 by he he has to be in like his mid 40s yeah no guys like him brian even the miz and they're getting pretty old now they're like 39 shit like that yeah it's funny when when wwe brings back old talent sometimes they get the knock of you know not not creating new superstars, just relying on the past and bringing in old superstars, where it sort of seems like AEW or the indie promotions are able to use these older wrestlers just because they've never had the exposure before. They're, they're, they, are, uh, they are brand new, even though they've been in the business for two decades. They're, yeah. they're brand new to our television sets. Yeah, that's definitely a good point, yeah. They're like uh, extremely seasoned rookies. Yes. Well, not rookies, but. That's exactly it. It's like, the rookie season because they haven't been in the majors, so it's a technicality. <laughs> yeah, or it, it's sort of like not not quite like the OHL because I think I think in the OHL there is an age limit. Where I believe yeah. in AAA baseball, there's no limit to your age. Like you could, you could, you could be 32 still waiting to be called up because you've <laughs> yeah. got a wicked curveball or something. Yeah. It could so, happen. Crazier, crazier things have happened. He's here. He's taking his shot. Taking, taking his shot, and maybe, uh, maybe he'll get a title shot. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> who, things could happen. Who knows? Things can happen. There's a tweet of the week champion. Uh, let us tarry no further, right? Because uh, we do have a pay per view coming up this coming Sunday, Clash of Champions. Uh, and of course, um, let's move over to some WWE action because uh, we gotta, we gotta talk about some shit going on. <laughs> Let's start off. Um, let's let's kick it off to Friday. Friday, the blue day. Uh. Goodbye, blue Friday. As the expression goes, it's the big <laughs> dog's yard. He's got a little dog house, a la Snoopy, you know, and he's kind of sleeping yeah. on top of it when he gets tired. Because um, <laughs> this is Roman Reigns' show. Of course, this is SmackDown Live. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It uh, used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. They used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. Yeah, but uh, instead of that, we're going to kick off with Miz and Morrison. Because Roman's, uh, I don't know, they didn't want to wake up. Don't wake a sleeping dog. Yeah. That's how that phrase goes, right? That's exactly what you're supposed to do, (laughs) and you're never supposed to break up two dogs fighting. Um, Yeah, unless you want to lose a thumb. Unless you want to, my stepsister one time, (laughs) this is a true story, by the way, our dogs were doing that thing. You know when you see two dogs who are playing, but aggressively playing, and they are showing their teeth to each other? Was there sneezing? I can't remember if there was sneezing. Okay, because I was- That's how you know they're not fucked. 
That's how you know they're not. Because I was away from this happening. <laughs> Our two dogs yeah. were doing the playing where they show their teeth and they're really growling at each other. I've yeah. seen that shit my whole life. You just let the dogs play it out, right? Eventually, yeah. if one whimpers, that means they lost. Yeah. Well, my stepsister wasn't aware really of like that was the way that the dogs played. So she saw our two dogs, you know, with their teeth out really going at each other. And she thought to herself, oh, no, I need to break this up. Oh, oh my God. All I, all I heard was, so I'm in my bedroom. All I hear is the dogs playing, you know, the growls, the grunts, the growls, the barks. And then the screech of a person. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what does a what does a child screaming have to do with dogs playing? And sure enough, I look out the door. Uh, I look out my bedroom door, kind of look down, look down the stairs, see what's happening. And just a nice little, not a trail of blood, but like a couple drops leading from yeah. the, <laughs> leading into the bathroom. She got punctured pretty good on her, uh, on her hand. Ouch. It was a, it was a pretty good one, but that's that. There's a little dog safety for you. Like we said, uh, we're not kicking off our show with dogs, so I think we're all clear for now. But we do have some Mismo um, hitting the action. I, I, what do they call this? The dirt sheet. The dirt sheet. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, typical typical stuff that they always do. They're talking about why Bailey attacks Sasha, why Sami Zayn's back, Jey Uso secrets. Uh, uh, yeah, sending Mandy to Raw. Say, they, but uh, he says he only did that so Otis can focus on being Mr. Money in the Bank and Universal Champ. Uh, but, anyways, I don't know. This uh, this all leads to what Otis comes down. He beats up Miz, strips him down to his underwear, his tidy whities Yeah, at one at one point, Miz. That's <laughs> yeah, that's the payoff. I'm glad I used that word. Yeah, the payoff was Miz in tidy whities uh, yeah. I don't and think then, I don't think grown men wear like I don't think the tidy whitey underwear is even a thing anymore. Are people still wearing? Yeah, these I things? don't. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen him in a long time. But um, <laughs> and the thing that made no sense is he he covers up and runs off all embarrassed. But that's like the exact same amount of skin he wrestles in. <laughs> it's like he's like, oh no, I don't have my knee pads on. Yeah, <laughs> I'm naked. <laughs> so, anyways, Otis strips him. He runs off, but. Maybe this feud is leading to Otis losing the briefcase to Miz and Morrison because, I don't know, them cashing in and failing against Roman wouldn't uh, hurt them, I guess. And, Otis, and I don't know. They don't know what to do with it. They, don't know they really do. don't know what to do with it, and it makes you wonder, you know, what things would have been like. Of course, we know how high Vince was on Otis and Mandy. That's why he won the briefcase. Um, but Otis and, Otis and Roman certainly isn't the match. No, uh, you know, I mean, Otis. One day we still like him. He's still a good baby face. Uh, of but, course, uh, of course. Yeah. Oh, I'm still still checking out that uh, that Instagram page of his with him and him and Chad Gable uh, just lifting weights. It's uh, it's <laughs> it's the page you want to be on. Um, but uh, you're right. I can see a two on one handicap cash in. Uh, I think you know that that would be interesting. Of course, nobody has anybody ever cashed in on a non heavyweight title. No. Is not, that is uh, that is that in the rules? Has that even been attempted? I think you're allowed to, but no one's even you know. Like you, yeah, you cash in for the U.S. title. Like yeah, odd, if you wanted to, odd, but, most but like, you know, what? you could cash yeah. in for the 24/7 title. Oh God. Oh God. Um, That's but uh, John Morrison, Roman Reigns, that could be a really really physical match that we've never ever seen before. At least I, yeah. at least I haven't. No, that could be cool, and that could be you know Roman's thing for the next little while. 
do Jay Uso, do John Morrison, do all these guys you haven't seen before. Until until we can build up a credible threat. Yeah. Then you get it. to your Big E or your uh, Daniel Bryan, Kofi Kingston, any of those guys. Any of these guys. Uh, but uh, Grand Metal Leaks here to take on Cesaro. And it was kind of interesting because the other members of Lucha House Party, they were in street clothes, but they still had their masks on, of course. Of course, of course. I've just never seen them not in their gear. Yeah, I mean, yeah, usually even when they're, even, I mean, of course, like in a lumberjack match, everyone's ready to go, and that's usually where we see Lucha House Party. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, the warm bodies. Kalisto had like a fedora over his mask. It was, I don't know. It's like it would be, like, hard. Like, how would you kind of <laughs> fit, fit all those things on your head? Yeah. Uh, anyways, Metallic. Metallic does all right, but Cesaro hits him with a big uppercut neutralizer. Gets the win. But uh, Lucha House Party's going to get a tag title shot at Gold Rush. So I guess this was just a tune-up. <laughs> gold Rush. <Yeah>. We, got <laughs> so gold. We, we got so close to these tag belts, or maybe we're not even so close. We got one step closer we to hoping, these tag yeah. belts kind of being unified, and now it seems like we're uh, moving in the opposite direction, not to say it can't happen soon. But uh, Shinsuke and Cesaro, like we were just saying at the top of the show, I mean, these both have to be guys who are 40. Yeah, yeah, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, and and putting on weekly consistent matches. Of course, Cesaro is just a f freak of nature, <laughs> uh, athletically. And um, Lucha House Party, we know they can put on some entertaining matches. So hopefully, this will be fun. It's it reeks of pre-show though. Well, we already know one pre-show match, so we'll see if that if they put it on mm -hmm. a second or not. But anyways. Uh, we got Alexa Bliss coming out next for the moment of bliss. And, uh, yeah, she's, uh, I like it. She's changing her hairstyle every week. It's cool. She had the little Chun-Li double buns going on up top. That's a, uh, that's a video game thing. Yeah, Street Fighter. Street Fighter. <laughs> Chun-Li. I'm not Street being Fighter racist. Street Fighter 5, free to download on the PlayStation Store now. Use Boy. promo code, uh, Shoot Bros <laughs> to get 10% uh, off. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so Bliss is out here. Uh, she's on her own, though, because Nikki Cross is not the co-host this week. She's her guest. And I kind of like they uh, they had some like backdrop graphics, like the cityscape, the buildings at night. Looked more like a talk show now, like Conan or something. Yes. I think they've done. I think they have done Maybe that they did before. before. Maybe it's uh, just been it, a while since we've. Of course, I think I, th I don't think we even had moments of bliss in the performance center. Uh, yeah, yeah anyway, that wasn't even where it is. But now we have a you know more of a jumbo or a Titantron type setup. Yeah. So, anyways, we get Nikki out here. Alexa congratulates her on winning that title shot. But uh, you know what this show is about. I've got no filter, so let's ask the questions that they want to know. What's your uh, plan of action? Because you've already challenged Bailey and lost. You haven't beaten her all year. So Nikki's just like, wow, okay. Uh, I'll tell you why this is different. There's no Sasha watching over Bailey, and now I can just focus on her. And, uh, yeah, Nikki just cuts a nice little promo on Bailey, promises to become the champ. But uh, Nikki's got a question for Alexa. She says, Lexi, what's going on with you? Last week, you hit me with Sister Abigail, and. Of all the moves you could do, you hit that and then you just walk off. And Bliss says she doesn't know how to explain it. She doesn't uh, fully understand it. There's just been a change and she doesn't know how to control it. And before we can find out more, Lacey Evans comes out. 
and just says, you nasties out here, jaw-jacking like Dr. Phil. So she just makes fun of them and, uh, yeah, eventually, I don't know, this gets to a, she blows in her hanky, tosses it at Lacey. Very uh, un-COVID friendly stuff. God, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Uh, But I think all of this ends with uh, sort of like the brawl and then. to a match. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Nikki Cross faces Lacey Evans. Uh, fucking Lacey at one point just pulls out a bottle of hand sanitizer and just sprays it all over Nikki's face. And the ref She's just nasty. lets it go. The They're ref nasty. just lets it go. I guess. <laughs> I guess now, well, you know, I get Asuka's got her green mist and now Lacey Evans well, has her bottle of hand sanitizer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyways, Nikki Cross overcomes it, hits her twisting neck breaker to get the three. And then after Alexa just applauds her and says, that's my best friend. But Lacey crawls over to the announce table and starts yelling at Alexa. Says, what are you going to do? Get the fiend? Where's my purse? And as she goes to leave, Bliss just gets up, looks to the sky in the trance and hits a sister Abigail to Lacey on the floor. And then she just walks off with those, that thousand yard stare again. I love it. I love the bliss. Yeah, we we didn't get any answers. <laughs> we, we, have, no, we still haven't gotten any answers from Alexa Bliss. We got vague. We got some vague. She's the Yeah, we keep getting like vague hints. You know, a, gr- a great way to keep this story going uh, without revealing too much. You know when they go into that sister Abigail and, um, you know, they kind of they kiss him on the forehead and then, then they smack him? Yeah. Do you think, like, I get that they're supposed to be kissing them. That's, that's, that's the bit, right? Yeah. That's the gag. Do you think they actually do it? And it wasn't until <laughs> this Bliss Lacey Evans sister Abigail where I thought to myself, did she kiss the four? I don't know. I don't know why that was uh, the first thought that came into my mind. I mean, I'm there's, no, say <laughs> there's no probably. fans there. I don't know. Like, or do you just kind of, like, put your lips on their forehead? And then... uh, well, I think, yeah, I think, I think for a lot of them, they, they, their skin contact. Maybe yeah, not a no, full-on smooch, not, <laughs> but maybe just a touch. Just a touch. Pucker up, Lacey. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But, I don't, uh, know, that, I don't no, know. That's why I thought of it. I feel like, uh, yeah, I feel like they do kiss them. Nice. <laughs> nice. My opinion. Uh, but then we get a sit-down interview with the boss, Sasha Banks. She's got a neck brace on. She's still hurting from that uh, attack from Bailey, but maybe hurting even more on the inside. As Michael Cole asks her about it, and she just says, "You know what, baby? Maybe Bailey was the one using me. Uh, you know, getting her to become Bailey dose straps and helping her defend the title, and all the shit we've been through coming up together, the performance center, the amazing summer we've had. And uh, anyways, I'm gonna beat your ass and take that woman's title. But then, bam! Bailey comes in, nails her from behind with a chair." And uh, people have to stop her from doing more damage. Another fantastic promo going on here. Uh, Bailey just really cemented herself as possibly the biggest heel in the company. Yeah, yeah, she's right up there for sure. If if uh, not, I mean, certainly, certainly the women's division. If not, you know, the rest of SmackDown. If not, the West of Raw. If not, if the rest of the world. Yeah, you could. You could. You could go One could that. argue. I mean, I certainly, I think that she's the biggest heel in, in in the women's worldwide division. Yeah, she has. She has to be. Yeah. 
this uh, is this is this is going to be great, and this is going to be the top feud for months, couple months, and uh, everyone's just fucking knocking it out of the park. I gotta say. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, uh, we don't know when we're going to get that match. There's uh, hell in the cell around the corner. A Survivor Series. Hell in the hell in the cell. <laughs> yeah, hell in the cell. Okay. Right. Is that is that the is that the next one after Clash of Champions? I think it's uh, Hell in a Cell. I mean, cool. there's a takeover in between, but right, right, right. Clash of Champions, and then like Hell in a Cell, and then Survivor Series. Okay, yeah. this is looking good. This is looking yeah, good. Yeah, the rest of the year we'll cruise in. No Saudi shows, so we we can avoid all that Thank shit. God, oh my God. <laughs> I was worried. Uh, I was worried we were gonna have to talk about another Goldberg match. Yeah, well, you never know. Don't but, say that. Uh, AJ Styles taking on Sami Zayn. The first Sammy match in like six months. So it's great to mm-hmm. see him back. Uh, and you know, they're having a good time. We're getting some good wrestling here. Uh, Sammy tries to cheat, grab the tights on AJ, but the ref stops him. Uh, but AJ uses the same trick, grabs Sammy's tights, gets a three count, and he wins. Uh, so afterwards, Sammy's complaining until Jeff Hardy comes out. Beats him up, grabs a ladder, sets it up in the ring, uh, but Sami Zayn escapes. So Jeff just grabs the mic and says, I'm sick of all this bullshit going on with this Intercontinental title. So let's end this at Clash of Champions. I'll fight the both of you. Triple threat ladder match. Oh, I'm baby. Down. Yeah, that could be that could be match of the night, match of the month, match of the year. Who knows? I won't go that far yet. Oh, my God. Uh, somewhat, <laughs> uh, first off. Uh, I think the last, like the last, or like the only ladder match that AJ Styles has been in that stays on my mind was the TLC match that he was in with Dean Ambrose years and years and years ago, which fucking uh, knocked it out of the park. Yeah, I can't that think was of any amazing. Other, uh, he was in this year's one. Money in the Bank, but that wasn't really a proper. Ladder right, match that was its was. own thing. Right, right. Yeah. Um, but, someone's but gonna yeah. get. Someone's gonna get blue thunder bombed off of a ladder <laughs> through a onto ladder. a ladder. <laughs> through yeah. a it'll, ladder. It'll probably be Jeff Hardy. Uh, even at forty, <laughs> whatever, he's still fucking breaking his body. Yeah, everyone's gonna get hurt. Sammy's gonna take a big bump. He's the heel. He has to. Uh, I guess AJ's a heel as well. But that's just gonna be a great match. We're all looking forward to that. It will be great. It'll be new. Some uh, certain. Sir, I think uh, looking at this Clash of Champions card, this may be. My most kind of excited, excited for match. Yeah, no, I would say uh, definitely in regards to the in-ring quality that you're gonna get, I'd mm-hmm. say so. Yeah, this nothing better. Yeah, uh, we go backstage. Otis gets served legally, that is, because he's now being sued by uh, Mismo for a multitude of things, and uh, you know, as a result, they want him to forfeit that money in the bank contract to them. Or they'll take him to court. Got one week to decide, Otis. Uh-oh. I can't wait for uh, the people versus Mismo. Are we going to get a courtroom be... skit? I sure as hell hope we do. Otis and... is going to walk in with the lunchbox and the boom, boom. The music. Don't, don't. The courtroom. I also, I hope it's not, I hope it's not like in the ring, you know, where there's a court and whatever. No, it's got to be in a real... Courtroom. I hope it's filmed as if it's an episode of Judge Judy. Yeah. You yeah. know, from so the one need. camera that follows them in, goes to their table, yeah. the one little bailiff stand, a very small room. Maybe we can people. get uh, the raw underground bouncer to play the bailiff. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. The, uh, the big ninja. Yeah. Well, we no more ninja. 
Oh, right. He's not ninja anymore. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that'd be funny. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. We go backstage where Seamus and King Corbin are talking to that security guard from a few weeks ago. The one who tricked Big E about uh, telling him Xavier Woods was there. But uh, so Seamus paid this guy off to do it. And then the same guard has got a hot tip for Seamus. Says, hey, man, your car's being towed. So he runs over to the parking lot. But there's Big E disguised as security. And he just beats Seamus up. Uh, Seamus runs off. So Big E corners the security guard who set him up. And then uh, beats the shit out of him. Slams him on the hood. Uh, and then belly to belly suplexes the guy through a windshield. Ooh. So he's he's looking he's going wild here. He's a unchained so, animal. He's mad. He's mad, didn't we? So we we had Biggie Sheamus for uh, was it the last pay per view or maybe it was just a couple SmackDown like a month ago on SmackDown? Uh, yeah, it was either Payback or SummerSlam. Right, One something. It was something, pretty good. Something like uh, that. I'm ex- I, I'm excited to see where Biggie goes. Yeah, as yeah. long as no, he, he's. Uh, I like I like what we're what we're getting so far. As long as he doesn't go towards King Corbin, I'm really <laughs> excited to see where Big E goes. Yeah, no, I think eventually this leads to Big E Roman Reigns. That's your big big match, but yeah, save that for a couple months, of course. I mean, if we were to look at our our, our baby face getting pushed right now. Or even in matches, for that matter. Uh, you know, Jeff Hardy is doing the IC stuff. Uh, Biggie's the only babyface who's actually been getting, you know, screen time, yeah, matches, consistent wins. Consistent booking, and, and they're acknowledging it, too. They're like, well, he's he's on this singles run. He's trying to carve a path here. That's exactly, We're in for the ride. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Otis is busy. Mismo. Uh, still haven't, I think we're two weeks straight now of no Matt Riddle. Uh, yeah. I feel like there was, like, a backstage little video. I don't remember. Maybe, like, a, oh, just like, like, uh... Like, hey, bro, here's my bro tip or something. <laughs> bro tip of the day. <laughs> I Be swear there was something, but I didn't even bother writing it down. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even <laughs> remember of anything. Because uh, I, I do remember a couple weeks ago, like, you know, or him and Corbin, of course, you know, because yeah. it's welcome to welcome to SmackDown. Anyone that comes to SmackDown must go through Corbin. A little initiation. Yeah, you got to go over on Baron Corbin. Uh, <laughs> He's the glass Joe of uh, exactly. for all you punch. Oh, my God. Exactly. All you punch out fans. <laughs> no, that's, uh, uh, that's exactly it. Then we get, uh, we get another quick teaser, the little vignette of the blonde woman getting all prepared. We still don't see her face, but uh, I think we both agreed Carmella's probably the likely candidate. Yes, um, mainly because there's not many women that I can think of on SmackDown who it would be. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, we've seen Lacey Evans. uh, We see Naomi. uh, We see Nikki Cross. I mean, we we know it's not Naomi just based on the back shot. uh, It's not Tamina either. Uh, (laughs) So I guess, yeah, Yeah. I mean, really, it's a smaller list. I think Dana Brooke is on Raw. Yeah, Carmella. We haven't seen her in months, and months. Uh, you know, Has we'll she think. been around? I can't think of the last uh, Carmella uh, thing. I'm trying to remember if she was in Money in the Bank or not. Mm, she may have been. Maybe not. Yeah, but, but but even then, that's shortly after that's Mania. May, and then yeah, nothing. that's yeah. a long time. So, hmm. but let's go to the main event here. We got the Samoan Bloodline: Roman Reigns and Jey Uso taking on Sheamus and King Corbin in a Samoan street fight. So, uh, yeah, 
for yeah, same roles as a regular street fight, but just just half uh, of them are Samoan. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, before the match can start, Roman gets on the mic, cuts a quick promo, just saying, "This is my yard, my island, my ring, my WWE." So uh, if you want it, come and get it. So there you go. Mm. Uh, but it's a street fight, so they're fighting outside the ring. We get some chair play. Uh, we get Uso gets double power bomb through a table, uh, but he kicks out of that. Mormon Reigns recovers. He, uh, yeah, Reigns gives Sheamus a Samoan drop through the, onto the announce table, but it doesn't break. And then Reigns spears Sheamus through the barricade, and that does break. So Corbin's all alone in his ring. Uh, Uso nails him with the Universal title. Reigns spears him, and then Uso caps it off with the big splash off the top, gets him the three count. The Samoans win. They win. I it, it didn't feel. I was this. Why was this a street fight? It didn't. It didn't know. feel like violent enough to justify the. Stamp. No, there was like two little spots, and uh, yeah, they didn't really. Especially considering three days prior, we see <laughs> an incredible street fight. Yeah, and, yeah. Or, there was no way they were topping that. And uh, to use that in the same conversation, it's just, it's just, uh, it's just a weird choice. Um, yeah. So, uh, anyways. They won. They're celebrating. Uso picks up the Universal title, hands it to Reigns, and they hug. Uso's walking off to the back, and Roman does the whole smile that disappears and turns into a scowl as he looks at Heyman. As he, uh, you know, with his big, with his eyebrow kind of very, <laughs> ser- very seriously staring. Um, yeah, his wrinkled forehead. Uso and Roman kind of getting, you know, getting a little more interesting as the weeks go by. Yeah, it's going to be a really, uh, you know, I just hope hope Uso gets some moves in. Don't make it like a Brock Lesnar squash. Let Uso have a competitive match here. Yeah, let's see what happens. Um, I Because there's another Uso that's a, it's hurt. Is he hurt? Is he? Uh... Uh, yeah, I think it's an injury. Uh, you know, him and Naomi, they could pop up trying to help Jay somehow. Or, I, or maybe or, even I was gonna say try to hurt Jay. We try to hurt Jay. You know, yeah, may, they could do that. Maybe Join the other Rome. Uso knows, you know, who who the right team to be on, and he's going Team Roman. That could be. That could be a good way to go. Build the tribe. Uh, Ooh, the Roman's tribe. The I like that. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, yeah, I guess we got one more episode of SmackDown to, if they want to add anything before Clash. But for the most part, part I think everything is booked. Yeah, it sort of seems like we have our regular amount of a lot of matches uh, <laughs> already on a card um, like Clash of Champions because we have there's so many there's so many fucking championships. Uh, but that was that was Smack that was SmackDown. Indeed, indeed um, it was. Uh, keep rolling on, shall we? Yeah, let's just jump right into it. Uh, Monday Night Raw. Let's get show kicks off the opening graphics are already being fucked with they're upside down they're yeah. inside out backwards they're being rewound uh, i like wait. also that when when it's rewound or when they rewind it there is the little yeah <laughs> like there is a little sound effect uh, that goes along with it um and then we cut to the arena where retribution is there they're wasting no time uh they come and they come running in the ring and uh well, they've all got new masks on. No more. No more ski masks. Uh, 
the women, Mia Yim and Mercedes, theirs was like a Hannibal Lecter type mask. Dijakovic looked just like Bane. I think uh, Dio Madden, he looked like the Predator. Mm-hmm. Or is it just Predator? Is it the Predator? I think it's the <laughs> Predator. <laughs> is there more than one? Uh, I, I can't remember. Or is there, do they have, a, like I know the alien from Alien is Xenomorph, so maybe he's got an official name like... That's a good point. That's a good point. No, I think there's a Predators movie where they go, like, they end up on a a planet of Predators. Uh, So it's like Alien, where the first one's just one, and then you get a shitload in the sequels. But I think certainly if I can think Predator 1 and 2, that's just, there's two of them. Or, sorry, there's just one of them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Dio Madden. (laughs) Anyways, there's only one Dio Madden, also. (laughs) He's got his dreads. uh, And the last one, Shane Thorne, his was just like a hockey mask. Uh, CM Punk had a great tweet. Did you see it? I did. I did. Uh, I saw that one because yeah, it doesn't look like the... it looks like um, <laughs> it who had who had the first goalies mask? Was it Jacques Plante? Uh, I think so. Yeah, Is he that got like, injured. Where? And but it. and it's not the goalie mask that we know today. It's just sort of like no, stuff. The, like, protect... the whole, it literally looked like a paper plate with things cut out of it. Like kind of. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> but uh, you know what? I will say I like them better than the ski masks. As much as it's, I know a, these... it's a little bit of individuality. Yeah, sir. There was a lot of flack online. I, I like the masks better than the names. I'll say that right now. Uh, but we don't find out all their names. We only find some of them out, and that's a bit later. But Michael Cole tells us that Retribution, they've officially signed a contract. They're now a part of WWE. Hold uh, up. Hold up. <laughs> Hold up. Um, yeah, so <laughs> they've signed a contract. I don't get this. Yeah. I don't get this because to me, wasn't Retribution like the anti-superstar and, you know, who, ah, fuck, what am I trying to say here? Like they were the, we're rebelling against you. We don't give a fuck. But they, I guess they care enough to put pen to paper. Yeah. I think they give a fuck, but they want you to give a fuck about them. So they like, sat us- in a in a room and signed the contract with like with like a big x or something yeah <laughs> interesting yeah i didn't get that one i didn't get that one well it's oh, official well. they're here and then they lower their hoods so we can see their face now we can we know who they are we know who they are now mia him's got her mia yim's got her blue hair out there and they had a little bit of face paint on that looked kind of cool to go yeah. with it like like little like stripes under her eyes or something like that yeah, yeah. but uh so mia yim says ah you think your company's safe just because you gave us contracts we are not done or we are done getting stepped on and then dijakovic says we're here to destroy you and rebuild uh this place in the image of retribution and he just goes on with his draining the lifeblood of the company and blah 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 you collect your paydays like whores that was his big ending. That was line. the big. That was the big ending. So it seems Lord. as though Dominic Dajakovic is the mouthpiece of yeah. this uh, of this operation. Yeah, he's cool. uh, yeah, he seems to be the leader. Uh, but then the hurt prisoners come out to interrupt. They get in the ring, but Retribution exits to the floor, and MVP gets on the mic, just says, "Oh, you got no weapons. Now you ain't so tough." Uh, but then Dajakovic does a little hand signal, and then a bunch more of just the faceless members of Retribution come out. Surround the ring and beat down the hurt business. Yikes! <laughs> As we head to a break, um, I feel like uh, I feel like Vince McMahon was flipping through uh, like a movies channel 
like an on-demand <laughs> movies channel or something. And yeah. it was just, it popped up in the middle of Mad Max Fury Road. And, uh-huh. you know, from twenty like from 2014. And he had never seen it before. Had never, of course, he's never even heard of something called Mad Max. It was like he saw this. And he and he was kind of like that. We need that. <laughs> um, and that, yeah, those are the vibes that this retribution's giving me right now. Yeah, there's. I don't know. I got a whole bunch of different vibes, but that's I can, that's one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, that was it. You know, I mean, they had they were gonna do it eventually. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm just glad that they're doing more. They're in. You know, I still see it as an improvement. Yeah. I mean, it's a fi- it's a five. <laughs> five man or five person stable i mean that's five people doing doing it yeah you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah there's five people at, at play here which is more than more than nothing yeah and eventually they'll they'll become themselves their proper selves yes they'll break off from being retribution and now they're yeah. just yeah yeah uh but let's go on here we got seth rollins and murphy taking on Andrade and Angel Garza and also taking on Humberto Carrillo and Dominic Mysterio because the winner of this triple threat gets to face Street Profits for the tag titles at The Clash. Interesting. Uh, But yeah, Dominic and Humberto working good together, doing their high-flying lucha stuff. Uh, But then mid-match, Murphy's down. He's crawling over to Seth to make the tag. But then Rollins just gets up and leaves him hanging. Just walks to the back saying he's got more important things. So Murphy's all alone, and then Andrada and Garza team up on him. Uh, Garza hits the wing clipper, gets a three count, earning a tag title shot. And I say, fuck them. They're going to lose again anyways. Yeah. This is, weren't, didn't the Vagabonds just beat each other up last week, maybe the week uh, before so, that? I am so done with those two together. I it just... was odd as you, you know, kind of stare at the post-match celebration of these two guys holding yeah. arms and, and, and you know, arms up and smiling that they get the opportunity. Uh, this was also weird because I don't get why Carrillo and Dominic uh, got the shot. Uh. <laughs> also, also didn't, also didn't kind of wonder that. And then my next question was, who, what other tag teams on Raw are are there, who who could have been in, in this place instead? And then my mind just drew this huge <laughs> blank. You got a lot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but it was like I asked myself too many questions, like too too close together. Yeah, you know. Um, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe now that Vega has split from the Vega Bonds, maybe they finally do get the big win. Like, haha, we don't need you. Maybe, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean um, ah, did, did no? Uh, has Andrade and Angel Garza? They never held this already. No, they haven't. They've had so many shots, and they've never won the damn tag titles. Right. Um, I so. did see the other day that, uh, like this current run that Montez Ford and the other guy are on. Uh, or yeah, the Street Profits. It's like the longest, the longest since they split the brand back in 2016. Yeah, I think like the longest since uh, by you know, the New Day's big run by like double. I think these guys are at over 200 days. I think the closest one is somewhere amongst that. You remember that there was like the New Day, Cesaro, uh, Sheamus, yeah, Usos. There was this beautiful time in that tag team belt. I yeah. think like the longest somebody held one there for, uh, yeah, not even a hundred days. So I don't know if the Street Profits are crushing it or just mm. there's nobody else to crush it. Also, 
Yeah, I just it hasn't been a very memorable rain for me. So very, very weird. This. Very weird. Yeah. Uh, but then Kevin Owens comes out for the KO show. And I can't even keep up with his tattoos anymore. I don't know. What's I, there's new a new one old. every single week. Yeah. It's uh, I have <laughs> Did a you list. notice the panda before? Was the panda always there? Oh, the panda. No, I think the one I noticed. <laughs> I think <laughs> the, the panda one, I didn't looks even great. See a panda. <laughs> I think the He's one having I, a whole zoo by the end of it. Yeah, I think the one I noticed this week was. It's like a skull with a cross with like an X under yeah, it. Yeah, I noticed that on his hand. On his hand, that was the, what I. What I, I couldn't noticed make out the, the the crossbones. I couldn't tell. It almost looked like it was. It could have been like a hockey stick or something else. Well, or maybe and a and a, a cross on the back of your palm is the straight edge uh, uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, that's you uh, know that's uh, if you if you're going to you know your straight edge. That's the that uh, look. How do you get a belly that big without drinking beer, though? <laughs> well, that's the raise the. Well, I mean, I guess you know, there's not no, uh, there's nothing, you know, there's you're still allowed to eat cheeseburgers. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, even if you're and you don't want to break edge, that's what it's called. Breaking edge is when you're is, uh, is if you are you're straight edge, but then you have a beer or smoke a joint yeah. or whatever. It's called breaking edge. Sounds uh, sexy. Breaking edge. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I got. That's all uh, I got. But yeah, you're right. It is the KO tattoo show. KO, <laughs> yes. Uh, he brings out his guest, Shane McMahon. Best friends. Best friends. Well, they have history. But uh, Shane's here to talk about Raw Underground and promote the big matchup of Daba Kato versus Braun Strowman for later. And Shane brings out Daba Kato and Owens just calls him out, calls out Kato for attacking him on Raw Underground a little while ago and says, I know you're busy tonight. But you and I, we're going to do this at some point. Uh, until then, here's something to chew on and slaps him in the face. <laughs> and there's, uh, so, there's like a foot difference between these guys. Did you also notice yeah. that? Yeah, well, Kato's a big man. Uh, fucking tall. Jesus Christ. And at some point, they're going to want to put him in the real wrestling match. So yeah, why not? Why not Owens? Why not? <laughs> uh, but then Shane announces... He's got a guest, Braun Strowman. Or no, wait, no, Owen. I don't know. Braun Strowman comes out either way. Him and Kato get face-to-face. And Shane says, no, no! We got to save this for the underground. And then Aleister Black comes running out, attacks Owens, and sacks his nuts on the ring post multiple times. Eee. Pirate. Yeah. Pirate Stir Black. Alistair yeah. <laughs> Black Pearl Pirate. Uh, Pirates <laughs> of the Alistair Black. Um, <laughs> something like that. Uh, Drew McIntyre taking on Keith Lee again. Oh man! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> really, really set yourself up for that one. <laughs> uh, yeah. And if Lee wins, he maybe takes Orton's spot in the ambulance match. Okay, I gotta, I gotta write, I gotta write down the the, the tree of thought here. So, so it's Drew Keith. <laughs> if Keith wins. Keep going. He Fall. he maybe gets uh, Orton's title shot. Right, maybe. I'm going to put a little squiggle maybe. there as, as maybe. Because uh, Randy may or may not be cleared to compete. We don't know. So maybe this match is all for nothing. But anyways, like many past weeks, they're starting things off. They're having a good match. Lee's hanging in there with the champ, working over that injured jaw. Uh, he goes for the spirit bomb. But Drew escapes, hits the Claymore. But Keith Lee is not allowed to have a finish, so Orton shows up, nails Drew with a chair, causes the DQ. 
Ruining another Keith Lee match. Guy's been here six weeks and only had like one proper match. This is so weird. This is so weird, right? Oh, like, yeah. What are they doing? It's, but it's, see, usually when guys come up from NXT or from the Indies and onto the main roster, we complain that they're used not enough. They're forgotten about. Keith Lee has been in uh, on the main event feud for a month. <laughs> And nothing's like he, happened. But, I mean, he hasn't gotten to do anything. It's, he never wins. It's he never so loses. It's so weird. It's such a weird way, you know, because we have on one side Matt Riddle, who, like we said, we haven't seen on TV for a couple weeks. I mean, he's not in a belt picture. He's not even in a feud. Keith Lee is right fucking there. Yeah. I don't get It's a weird <laughs> one. This, this one. This one's stumping me. It sort of seems like they've booked themselves into a corner. <laughs> yeah, like he's. <laughs> he needs to get out of this Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre shit and just do his own thing. Yeah, we need Keith Lee uh, with a match, like an actual one-on-one. Give match. him Dolph Ziggler. I don't care. Just give him anyone. <laughs> give him some. <laughs> give him Ziggler. Yeah, Ziggler will do anything. Uh, yeah, you're right. Um, you know, I wonder. Jesus Christ, yeah, it, it's sort of like what was a triple threat, a, pl- a a plan at one point, you know, to have Drew, Randy, and Keith Lee, and then it sort of it sort of seems like that's what they wanted to do, and now they're just like going back and forth, like yes, yeah. triple threat, no triple threat, yes triple threat, no triple threat, and they have literally three days to figure, <laughs> to not figure it out. Well, uh, Orton shows up, so I think it's figured out he's here he's clear uh and yeah he just beats down drew some more crushes his he just grabs a chair and just starts crushing his jaw with it and then turns around punts lee in the head because that's what you get for being there and then orton gets on the mic after just cuts a quick promo saying shame on all of you for doubting that i wouldn't be able to make it to the clash and uh he talks about the ambulance and kicking people in the head so he's gonna be there for the ambulance match I guess it's going to be a singles match between the two. Uh, God, I think, yeah, I think everybody in this needs to move on. Um, Keith Keith Lee, certainly. Uh, Drew McIntyre still doing a great job. We need to find who his, you know, next legitimate challenger is. Or Randy Orton needs to fucking win this. Yeah. One exactly one or the other. One or the other, right? But let's (laughs) just pick a lane. Pick Uh. a lane, creative. (laughs) Uh, but let's go backstage. Billy Kay approaches Asuka and says, hey, if you're handing out title shots, how about uh, me? And then Peyton Royce walks up and says, give me an opportunity. Right, Billy? So Billy's like, yeah, or either one of us. And then Asuka's just like, you still friends? Oscar <laughs> <laughs> with the line of the year in in such a weird, unconsistent kind of few episodes of Raw. <laughs> yeah, so that was I love that. Did she then, shoot uh, that line? I think she was shooting that uh, line. She was like, "Wait, well, wait, 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 you guys are friends." Uh, but they, well, they they say just because we aren't a tag team anymore. Doesn't mean we can't support each other. Oh, I was so. going to say, because Peyton Royce whipped you into Raw Underground, that's oh, why I you're know. not they, friends they, anymore. They flip-flopped on that a, Oh, a my later. God. Somebody do something. <laughs> well, why did they break them up? That's, that, that didn't need to happen. It's just like, or, or like, yeah, there didn't need, that stipulation didn't need to exist. Or I understand the, you know, if you lose the match, you can't be a team anymore. And then it just means you can't be a team anymore. It doesn't mean you can't be friends. It just means yeah. you can't compete under, you know, I mean, Cody, uh, Cody Rhodes, of course, had his, if you lose, you can't challenge uh, stipulation there. Like, that's fun. But, uh, you know, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, and the Iconics, let them have their theme song and shit. Uh, 
Yeah. The little pose. Uh, <laughs> but Oscar. Oscar says she's ready for them, so we'll see. Uh, but we get some other women's actions. Zelina Vega taking on Mickey James. Winner faces Oscar for the title at Clash of Champions. So let's make it official. Zelina Vega looking good here. She hits the backstabber, gets the win. So she's going for the title. That's fantastic. I yeah, I dig it. Vega. Watching this match, this was the first time, and I think uh, the tag match on AEW also, also sort of like made me think about it. I was like, God damn it, some of these some of these women are 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 short. <laughs> yeah, um, Selena Vega so, especially. So I was like, so I thought to myself, how short are uh, are these women? You know how tall Selena Vega is? I'm gonna say four foot ten. <laughs> four eleven. Wow, isn't, that's still so short though. Isn't that so short? And I think to give you like a range. Uh, like Sasha Banks is like five four. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna say I like Bliss, Dana Brooke, um, Oscar. You have these, Casey these... Catanzaro. I feel like she's the shortest of Casey all. Casey Catanzaro. Like I was just like looking around. I was like, oh Jesus Christ! Bailey yeah. looks so much bigger than half of this roster when she's put no, up beside some them, of them or somebody like, like Lacey Evans. Yeah, back in the day, they used to. I'm glad they don't anymore, but. Because of that reason, the women are so short back in the day, all women battle royals, you only had to go over the second rope and out. <laughs> because, because it was like, you might not be able to. Well, yeah, I, I feel, it's I feel, like a 12-foot drop for you to the floor. I feel as though also the level of uh, physicality between yeah. you know previous uh, women's divisions and now, I would say the women yeah, now absolutely. are far <laughs> yeah. you know stronger, generally. Exactly. More talented, more athletic, more, they can take the bumps. All of those things. Of course, Charlotte's, Charlotte is able to send you over because she's, you know, <laughs> she's, she's a physical freak. Yeah, and uh, we're wishing she's uh, still in recovery. I heard a little while ago, I heard Ric Flair talking, but who knows if he's right or wrong. He said, <laughs> sounds like she could be out for a full year, Miss Charlotte Flair. Yeah, he says a lot of things. I know, he says a lot. Of, he's a crazy <laughs> rambling dad. But Charlotte whatever. Flair, you're the biggest draw in the business. <laughs> yeah. My 16 world championships are not as worthy as yours. Yeah, oh my God. Because uh, she, yeah, I mean, she's got to be probably close. Maybe you know five ten, if not six feet tall. Oh yeah, yeah, she's tall. She's very big. Uh, but then we get a vignette for Bianca Belair, and she's just kind of she's working out she's in the pumping gym. Pumping iron. Yeah, and there's some dudes there. She just starts clowning on them, just doing better workouts than them, mm-hmm. making them look like fools. The EST of WWE. So months later, they're finally starting to hype her up. So finally hopefully. starting to hype. Well, I think last time we saw her, she was friends with Ruby Riot. Yeah, and then they're like, ah, we're going to put you back with Liv. So Belair's like, eh. Uh, but yeah, hopefully this leads to her just getting a push. She deserves it. Mm-hmm. But then we get some footage. <clears throat> some footage from earlier in the day where Tozawa and a referee, they're on the beach, scoping out. Uh, they're in the ocean waiting for our truth because he's got that 24-7 title and truth comes down to the water. But then we see a fin. Not Bowler, a shark fin. <laughs> uh, Truth just screams shark, and people start running away. Tozawa and the ref, they're still in the water. Uh, Truth drops the title into the water and runs off. But then he comes back 20 minutes later with his little snorkel gear on. He finds the belt. Or no, little Jimmy, his invisible friend, finds the belt. Do you know the story about little Jimmy? I don't know. I, I was so lost by that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was. he did it like 
eight years ago, he just had this invisible friend. He would always talk to him. Just little Jimmy, little Jimmy said, and all this. <laughs> okay. So okay. Now little Jimmy's back apparently, and I guess he he grabbed the belt for him. Little Jimmy saves the day. Uh, Tazawa allegedly got eaten by a shark. I think his shirt just showed up. Jesus. So, <laughs> so who has this belt now? I uh... True still has it. He okay. didn't lose it. He just got it's because it got wet. Okay. That's all that happened. Yeah, we're still we're still doing this. Is there going to be a twenty four? I'm keeping track of it. Is there going to be a? T- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least somebody in the world has to keep. Are you, Mike? Are you the one updating the Wikipedia for the twenty four seven championship? That Is that you? Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's the only title that doesn't have an official match at Clash of Champions. But hmm. we'll yeah, buy, uh, we'll uh, yeah, exactly. It'll be maybe there. Tozawa stabs his way out of a shark belly and. Uh, <laughs> oh, they're, yeah, they're really going to go graphic for this one. And then he comes out and he goes, guess what, guys? I'm a baby shark. Do, 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 do. <laughs> That's my fantasy book. Uh, <laughs> fantasy booking the 24-7 title. I'm pretty sure nobody's ever said those words in that <laughs> combination <baby> before. <laughs> uh, Cedric Alexander taking on Apollo Crews. And uh, Ricochet and MVP are out there causing shenanigans for both sides. Uh, Cedric gets distracted by Ricochet. Apollo rolls him up, gets a three count. But then afterwards, her business just beats down on the baby faces. Her business still looking great. Uh, Cedric Alexander, uh, fresh off of his heel turn, kind of gets sacrificed a bit, I feel as though, to Apollo Crews. But it's great to see a high-flying matchup like this. And Ricochet, God damn it, that is, that guy, that guy. You know what I'm yeah, saying? he's so good. That guy. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, he's one of my, he's one of my top sellers going right now um and doing a little ricochet youtubing the other day i found this match from probably like three or four years ago i some indie promotion i can't remember who it is but it's uh ricochet and mustafa ali and it Uh. looks like it's in uh, like a venue like the cathedral remember that place yeah we played there kind of like where it's like lowish ceilings very 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 dimly lit and yeah. uh, if I can, balcony. if I can find it, I'll uh, I'll see if I can send you that link because it's it's one hell of a twelve and a half minute bang 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 <laughs> bang bang bang. It's pretty cool. Cool. Well, let's go to Raw Underground. We got Arturo Ruas taking on Dolph Ziggler, and they have a good little fight here. Ruas looking good, but then Ziggler locks in that deep sleeper hold, forces him to tap out. And uh, we've got a new addition to Raw Underground. Uh, Brianna Brandy is the new interviewer there. She's kind of asked Braun about the match and stuff. But. Okay, now, um, new question. New question. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, just as, the, just as if you are, or just as you are uh, keeping track of the 24-7 title, Mike, you know I'm keeping track of the illustrious brand-to-brand invitational. Um, is does this count for Braun or is underground like uh like a free zone where anyone can be? <laughs> I'm gonna say it's a free zone. Uh, Good. Okay. Yeah, it's not. It's not within the regular limits. If you get hurt there, if you die there, you can't. It's it's all unsanctioned. Okay, good. Because <laughs> yeah. this would have been Braun's second week straight in underground, uh, and I think you were allowed five brand to brand switches so he would have been getting you know kind of too deep yeah i'm gonna say in my cordial opinion okay okay no that's okay you know i mean the records the records (laughs) have to show what the records show you know yeah yeah uh but let's go on seth rollins comes out 
and he's got some sort of document in his hand. And he just talks about his feud with the Mysterios, and uh, he wants everyone to know the truth. Uh, and he shows a photograph of the Mysterio family on the Tron and says, Look at Dominic. Look at Ray. Come on. We all know what's going on here. So I did some digging, and I got the results right here. And uh, so he wants to tell the Mysterios in person. So they come out top of the ramp. Ray just gets pissed off, and Seth's like, Calm down. Uh, anyways, what we got here is the results of a DNA test. Ray, are you really Dominic's father? And then uh, he pulls out the paper, says the truth is, the results are conclusive. You are not the father. Didn't we so just we do that? Didn't we do this like 25 years ago? <laughs> didn't we just do this 25 years ago? Uh, yeah, maybe like 18 years ago. Okay. But either way. Uh, and the whole Maury Povich reference is about 12 years too late as well. But. Oh, no, no, no. Maury <laughs> Povich is alive and well. The show, that show will never go off the air. Uh, All right. <laughs> just like Monday Night uh, Raw. I wonder, well, what do you think has more episodes, Monday Night Raw or Maury Povich? Ah, <laughs> uh, well, Maury, he was on like five days a week, wasn't yeah, he? He gets to be, yeah, like four or five days a week. Yeah. I'm sure, I bet he has an off season, but I still think he racks up those numbers. Oh, just racking them up, Maury Povich. What do you think Maury Povich's net worth is? Uh, let's go an over-under right now. I'm searching it. Uh, uh, <laughs> net worth, I'll say over-under, I'll say over $9.5 million. <laughs> Celebrity net worth puts him at net worth of $80 million. Oh, I was way under. Wow. Should have known. He's uh he was like Dr. Phil levels a big for a while. Yeah, I think he uh yeah, you know, news anchor and all that kind of stuff before he uh started doing track. 81 years old though. What do you keep it up? 81, uh, well. Let's turn back to this episode of Maury here on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> here on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. So uh he gives him the big news and Ray's just like, "Wow, you brought me out here for that shit." And Seth's like, "Oh, hmm, maybe I made a mistake. Maybe it's not Dominic. Maybe it's Aaliyah who's not your daughter." And then Aaliyah just laughs at this, and Seth says, hey, the paternity test isn't enough. I got some concrete evidence. Let's roll the footage. And then uh, we see the moment when Aaliyah checked up on Murphy after the cage, math, uh, cage match, and Seth just says, that's your daughter? Doesn't look like something Mysterio would do. Consoling my disciple? What's going on? And Ray just says, don't you speak to my daughter. You speak to me. I raised her to be caring, compassionate, something you know nothing about. So keep her name out of your filthy mouth. She's only 19, man. She's naive. She knows nothing about the world. But this insults Aaliyah. She just looks at Ray like, uh, what the fuck? So she walks off angry. And Ray's like, ah. So Angie goes after her. Dom goes after her. <laughs> Seth apologizes. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Seth apologizes for driving a wedge in the family. And then uh, he gets a little candid here. He starts. Seth Rollins speaks directly into the camera to us at home and says, this can happen to some of you and your families. And I'm sorry. And I don't know. It was like an after school special. Yeah, it was almost like <laughs> it was, it was like, almost I'm sorry like, for those of you with a broken home. And <laughs> yeah, almost like waiting for the you know those kids watching wrestling, big Seth Rollins fans, but they don't know who their father is. <laughs> so all those kids just crying in front of the camera. Yeah. Uh, also, let's note uh, Dominic's wardrobe here. He had like the shirt. One half was like all the planets of the solar systems. Oh, and the I, other half was just like the name. <laughs> weird. I don't. I don't think. I, I, like I don't that. think. I, I don't think I remember the shirt too much. Wow. Okay. okay. Uh, you, and you, anyways, well, I'm usually I'm on top of it, which is I'm as surprised yeah. as you are. I guess you were just 
Aaliyah's acting was too good. I think that's what it was. Or I was trying to. So after this episode of Raw, I, I did a lot. I had to do a lot of YouTubing just for just so just of my own. Okay, so the the Eddie Ray Dominic yeah story just because like you know I don't really know much about it. I had have had to go back a lot and rewatch a lot of things about it. It sort of seems like it was wild, but. Eddie Guerrero is was just a virtuoso of of promoing and he was able to carry things with such a degree of success that it almost didn't matter what the what was happening what what he was saying. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Like it's just in just the 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 storyline sounds so ridiculous, but he made it seem serious. And, like and you're fighting for custody, you're hanging the ladder, you're hanging the custody of a child in a ladder match. And so going back and checking out those promos, I was, you know, I was really, I was really into it and knowing how it would end and everything like that. Uh, is this an example of us trying to, you know, strike, you know, strike lightning twice as it were or whatever the expression <laughs> is and hope that Seth can carry something similar uh, with, you know, using the same story? Maybe. I don't know. I'm intrigued, though. I like uh, how they're getting Aaliyah involved as well now. Yeah, just a new, uh, just yeah, a new different way of doing it. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll see where she goes. But uh, we got some tag action in the meantime. Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler taking on Natalia and Lana. And uh, once again, I think Lana's looking good here, but she's just basically the punching bag. But she's taking good bumps. Uh, Nia tags and Shayna. She locks in that Karafuda clutch for a quick tap out. And then after the match, poor Lana is put through the announce table. So they're really, uh, they're really it sticking it to Lana. I feel really bad. Yeah. That's really unprofessional. Um, <laughs> no, well, she's getting on TV. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I got, hey, at least but, you're on uh, television. Yeah. Uh, but then we go backstage. Aaliyah Mysterio is bickering with her father. And she's like, I only came here to support Dominic. But this is too much for me. I'm just a naive 19-year-old girl, aren't I? And she walks off again. So more mm -hmm. family drama. More family drama. The Mysterio family. Uh, I hope we build on the Mysterio family. Maybe get like an aunt, an uncle. Yeah, I would love if said. there's like a <laughs> matriarch of the family, you know, the grandma who, you know, and we get the bit of grandma making her way down to the ring and then like knocking Seth Rollins on, on the nose yeah. with uh, the, the stub of her cane. Yeah. Just put her in the corner <laughs> in a rocking chair. And yeah. Just yeah. That's all I want. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Grandma Mysterio on a little rocking chair knitting yeah. uh take and when you get too close she just starts poking at you exactly something like this some real uh you know she's got her her shelf arm grabber thing yeah you oh know, the, the little thing. thing of course you can grab <laughs> seth rollins's bun uh or or she can go over to the little table and grab some fig newtons i mean and yeah. any <laughs> there you go and everything in between uh, but let's go oscar's taking on peyton royce she's getting her singles action here peyton looking good billy's in her corner but Oscar uh, gets control, locks in that Oscar lock. But then Selena Vega comes out, attacks her, causing the DQ, and she runs off. Uh, Peyton Royce is looking good. Uh, look in, like in, you know, her in-ring ability has shot up a little bit lately, and she's been given yeah. an opportunity to prove it. And at the very least, and then they're letting Billy stand in her corner. At least, so at least let her stand in the corner. You know, be the mouthpiece, yeah. or uh, you know, or a little, or a little bit more. You know. Uh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, we go backstage again. Aaliyah, she's sitting alone, crying a bit. When Murphy approaches her, and just says, "Don't be afraid. 
I just came to apologize, you know. This whole thing got way out of hand, and if I did anything to hurt you, I'm sorry. And he leaves. So we're just planting those seeds. Aaliyah's first love. <laughs> first love, uh, for going to the prom. Uh, <laughs> With a man, like. 12 years older than her, maybe. Yeah, and what what, what I do like about the the Mysterio family drama now is I didn't think we'd be here six months ago. (laughs) No, I had no idea. I mean, we were just, yeah, we we got those teases of Dominic and Brock Lesnar. We're like, okay, we'll see him back in a bit. But and that was when was that? Was that Survivor Series? That was, yeah, I guess that was about a year ago now. So it's, it, if you would have asked me, would uh, you know, Ray and Dominic given a little <laughs> stereo six one nine to Brock Lesnar? Would it would would that's where we started, and now we're at Murphy and. <laughs> Dominic's oh, yeah. sisters, you know, possibly the uh, you know the flowering of a romantic relationship. That's a ride, man. They're telling us a story. Yeah, so fun. Uh, this is so fun. Yeah, I'm all aboard for now. Choo choo, choo choo. Let's take this train to Raw Underground because the the train is here. The Strowman Express is taking on uh, Dabakato, <laughs> as we were promised. Uh, Strowman once again those gardening gloves. He doesn't yeah, want to get these hands dirty. The, the gloves and the shirt that, uh, I don't know, it's a weird, it's, a, it's an odd look. It's a weird look. It's, it's a, a weird look. I, <laughs> I think what it is, I think what it is about the shirt for me is that the is that it, it's a normal, it looks like a normal t-shirt. Like like the neck ring is the normal place where a shirt would be, you know, where the, where the ring would come <laughs> around your neck. But Braun Strowman yeah. doesn't have a normal size neck. So no. it just looks a li- like aesthetically, just give him the, give him the low hanging, uh, tank top you know that yeah. look let's no. let that barrel chest stick out well yeah it just looks weird it looks you know let those puppies breathe a little bit you know <laughs> <laughs> i hear you i hear you uh but anyways they they've been hyping this match up for a week and uh it was pretty short they just kind of exchange blows braun nails a big right hand followed by a splash some mounted punches and the ref stops it braun wins hmm. Braun wins, and you know that's uh that's the place for him to be now. Apparently, you know, God, from fucking from t- world title to Raw Underground, uh, Braun Strowman goes through the craziest highs and lows over the last three four years. He'll go from title opportunity to nothing, then back in a weird tag team wins with a child, and then nothing, <laughs> and then ugh, what an odd journey this guy takes. Yeah, an odd journey, but you know, at the end of the day, he can he can click his Wikipedia page and scroll down to those championships. And so many it. accolades. Yeah, I think he's only a U.S. title away from being a Grand Slam champion. Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, so there you go. We'll yeah, see. Braun but, uh, Strowman, yeah, of all people, maybe he can fight Lashley in the Raw Underground for that U.S. title. There you go. Oh yeah, we need. Yeah, that'd be fun to see in uh, like yeah. a title legitimize down there. Yeah. yeah, legitimize it a little bit as we work towards it. Uh, but speaking of the heart business, we got our main event: six-man tag action. Uh, so MVP, Lashley, Shelton taking on the three men from Retribution. Uh, Retribution. They have no entrance music. They just come out through the crowd. Their graphics are displayed. Uh, so yeah, Dijakovic, Shane Thorne, Dio Madden, but that's when we learned their new names, Slapjack, T-Bar, and Mace. Um, Urban Dictionary (laughs) 
defines slapjack as the act of ejaculating on one's hand and then slapping another person in the face. Um, Vince McMahon, he's never heard of Urban Dictionary. I don't think he's ever heard of the internet either. Uh, I don't know, I just wanted, just wanted to throw that one out there. Just wanted to throw that one out there. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was thinking closer to the pancakes, but that's flapjack. But That's, fl- <laughs> that's flapjack. That was not nearly as... Um, I saw this <laughs> and a T-bar. T-bar makes me... What's that tool that's like shaped like a T, like a tire iron? Yeah. Or I don't know what the thing's called. Um, uh, before we keep going, before this big first retribution mask, I gotta say, I found this, um, this is funny post on Instagram, and it's doing one of those, uh, you know, you, so the first part of your name is the month you're born in, and the second part of your name is the day you're <laughs> yeah. born on. So, uh, of course, except in this case, you know, the first, you know, you, you pick the month and then the day. <laughs> uh, so I would be Machete, and then that's it. Because November, f- because the fifth, the fifth is a uh, no, no last name. So my name would just be Machete. Uh, not too bad, Mike. And your name would be your June, right? June, yeah. ni- June nineteen. Yeah. Hammer butts. <laughs> Hammer butts. <laughs> Hammer oh, butts. Uh, so you're listening to Street Brothers Wrestling Podcast, <laughs> hosted by Machete and. Hammer butts. Oh no. Uh, uh, there's some other normal ones. Yeah, weird names. Uh, we don't have a name for the other for the two women yet. Yeah, maybe uh, poison and uh, uh, <laughs> antidote. Wrench. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was hoping. I was hoping when we hear their names, it'll just be Mia Yim. <laughs> I mean, I think the yeah uh, yeah. These these have to just be temporary names until they remove the masks. Of and, course, uh, it's 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 the weird thing though when you know you're changing somebody's name and we already know your name. Uh, yeah, but we I think I we've, mean we've we've the, asked, uh, yeah, half the audience I think, and that's what it is. Know. We've asked ourselves this question before about people coming up from NXT to the main roster. You know, there's us of course who are aware of both, but there are so many more people who are not aware of both. Mm-hmm. And this yeah, is the first great. time they've seen Dominic Dijakovic. It's the first time they've seen Shane Thorne. It's the first time we've seen Dio Man since he took an F5 through a table. <laughs> yeah. People, uh, uh, and probably a lot of people don't remember that, I bet. No. <laughs> because it was yeah. like a year ago. So, yeah. Well, anyways, we'll, we'll lose those names hopefully mm-hmm. sooner than later. But uh, in ring, they worked well together, working good as a team. But uh, Lashley was looking like a monster here. He was... And he's got Slapjack in the hurt lock, but then T-Bar hits him, makes a save. But that's too much for the ref. He says, illegal contact, calls for the bell, DQ. And How's then that, a, of, how is that illegal contact? Because the, the non-tagged-in partner attacked the guy. So you're telling me... I mean, they let it go a lot of the time. A lot? I was thinking all Most of the, the time. I mean, AEW for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and where, I mean, and the ref's th- supposed to do his 10 count. Maybe he did his 10 count and the guy didn't get out. Yeah. No, yeah. You could be right. There's been there's been worse DQs than mm-hmm. this. But uh, I'm not saying I agree. But anyways, Retribution, the, the, the they, they just swarmed the ring, beat down the Hurt Business. So then Drew McIntyre comes out with the whole raw locker room. And uh, they fight off Retribution. Drew clears the ring. But then Randy Orton appears, hits him with the RKO. And we end the show with Orton just standing tall as there's bodies all over the place. Just chaos. It sort of, it sort of seems like yeah, this was a weird uh, this was a weird placement for the match, especially you know on paper Retribution losing in their very 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 first match. Uh, although mm-hmm. you know although it was a DQ and sort of things like that, it was it's also weird for these two heel factions. 
uh, to be going at each other so early on. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, I mean, uh, the Hurt Business, they're playing this, like, most of the time they're heels, but, yeah, then they seem like they're big baby faces going against Retribution. It so sort of know. seems like this whole match was just to set up Randy Orton <laughs> giving Drew McIntyre an RKO and standing tall. It sort of seems like that's what, especially the way that the, the, the rest of the locker room came out, the bodies everywhere, like you said, and in that regard, it worked, I'd have to say. Yeah, Um uh... And, you know, I, I think we still haven't seen Retribution appear on a pay-per-view. So, I don't know. Maybe they'll do something on the Gold Rush. Yeah, they could invade Gold Rush somehow. Uh, yeah, but like I was just saying, without a, without a real babyface uh, stable to kind of go up against, I'm just I'm curious to, you know, yeah, what Retribution's next step is. And I and I'm not learning the names, by the way. It's Dijakovic, Dio Matt, Shane Thorne. <laughs> I mean, uh, I can't. I'm not going to be able to remember. I can't forget. And that's how bad that. <laughs> and that was Monday Night Raw, folks. That was the entire show. <laughs> Randy Orton stands tall. Next time we'll see them, we'll be at the uh, Clash Champions Gold Rush. Uh, Mike, should we take a break? Let's take a break. That sounds fantastic. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back with some Wednesday night action, a little bit of Sean Spears' Tuesday night action, and, of course, uh, some trivia. Mm-hmm. So you're going to want to stick around. Yeah. with part two to our pod oh jesus christ i'm not ready part hey. two of the shoot brothers uh wrestling podcast um making our way towards gold rush we are by god it's gold <laughs> texas tea uh, <laughs> liquid gold oil? rush well yeah but i didn't specify it could be liquid gold okay. rush you know uh, okay, okay. um when i picture gold rush i picture denver uh, I just picture the uh, the Yukon miner guy from the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, yes. Uh, that, whatever. Cornelius. 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 There you go. Silver and gold. <laughs> that old, too. So, yeah, that, that old, that old Great ditty. Movie. That Great old movie. ditty. Um, yeah, Gold Rush. <laughs> I guess we're a few pay-per-views straight of kind of throwing in a little, a little tagline, right? Yeah. yeah. We had, uh, so what was, uh. So SummerSlam was you'll never see it. Did Payback have a tagline? Did it? No, I don't think I don't so. Know. I don't think. Cause Maybe it was just it was just its own little thing because it was Payback. Uh, <laughs> but everything else, the horror show, the you'll never see it coming, the the raw. What was the raw thing a week ago? In your face. In your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh so, yeah, subtitles. They're fun. Uh, why not? Yeah. You know, when we look back, we this way we'll know. We'll say, oh. This was the year of the gold rush. And sort of like all those in your house pay-per-views all had a kind of yeah. name after it, right? Yeah, they'd be like Taker's Revenge or Fatal 4-Way or things and like that. And then you remember, you're right? Mem- yeah, remember, exactly. at Cla- remember at Clash Champions Gold Rush so when much easier. so many incredible things yeah. happened. <laughs> Instead of being like, hey, remember we were at UFC 123 when... Uh, or or, or uh, it is kind of like that, yeah, because you remember... No, I mean, that's harder, though, to remember. Cause oh, so okay. Because I was going to say, if, if you remember the fight, maybe you remember the number, you know, or like you're like, at Super Bowl 46. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Super Bowl, you just have to remember the Roman numerals. Yeah, well, they've. I think they've. Uh, I think they've uh, abandoned the Roman numeral. Yeah, well, method. Uh, because a lot of people today probably 
Yeah, I think when they hit, I think when they hit fifty, they want they had the fifty look, and they've just kind of gone after that. And yeah, they, I'm, if they're if they're not curse if they're not teaching cursive writing in schools, they're certainly not teaching <laughs> Roman numerals. It's, yeah, it's weird how the Super Bowl has been around for only like fifty something years, but the NFL's been around for almost a hundred or something. Well, yes, it's because uh, it was two leagues that merged together. Yeah, the NFL, well, but the, the Stanley Cup, it's the opposite. The Stanley Cup predates the NHL. Yeah, so and it's, it's, even it's better. The, the the trophy which carried on. The greatest trophy of all time. Yeah, gotta be top two. <laughs> <laughs> better than that dumb World Series fucking. Oh all god, that stupid little flags. flags. <laughs> fucking little. <laughs> what a bad. Did you, did you, do you remember? I think it was like a year or two ago during one of the parades, someone just like chucked a full beer and it broke a couple flags. Really? Oh like my during God. the parade, someone just winged a beer and it boom, <laughs> broke the like trophy. like a big old fucking <laughs> can of Coors. Bud Light. Bud Light. Awful beer. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> That's exactly uh, it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I also heard that the winners, you know, the Stanley Cup, you always get your day with the cup. Yes. This year, that ain't happening because of COVID. Well, I mean, so that, it would be a whole thing, right? Because usually it's a, uh, you know, well, it's even, like a little parade or. Well, know. even without the parade, I just, you know, just have your little barbecue with your family in the backyard. They don't want to let you do that. That'd be nice, but they got then they'd have to fly that guy around, right? And the I think keeper that's of the, the cup. Yeah. That guy's a stuck-up asshole. That guy? What? That guy has one of the hardest <laughs> jobs in sports. Hard. He gets to fucking <laughs> attend all these free prestigious hockey games. Yeah, and all these just hang uh, out, he, put he, on his little stupid gloves. And, he, he's literally been at every single St Stanley Cup deciding game over yeah. the last like thirty years. That's one of the best jobs. Uh, it's a great job. I don't have to like the man behind. <laughs> it. Uh, sure, I'd love to have his job for sure. Yeah, one of the um, best jobs. You just gotta wear those. Who's he think he is though? Got to wear those little white gloves, and then that's about it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, we are. Off the rails, but that's okay. We always like to have little sidebars here. That's usually how part two show. starts. Yeah, the middle yeah. of the show usually starts off with us not talking about wrestling. In Give you a glimpse behind the curtain into our real lives. <laughs> into our real lives, the things you know about us, you know, sports, whether it be video games, whether it be uh, and, and any anything of the sort. Any but movies, my, entertainment. Of course, it's uh, sometimes <laughs> books. Maybe one day. Maybe. Um, but let us let it. Let's keep moving then. How was how is that sound? Let's move. Let's move right along because uh, it's our second half of the show. Let's start the second half of our show with some trivia. Trivia. Woo. Trivia. Woo. Mike. How many you got? I uh, I got a gauntlet for you this week. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so um, I think it would be best if you know you kind of hit them all in succession. All right. Do you want me to give you mine first, or do you want me to run the gauntlet? Uh, how about you? Are you are you feeling good? I feel good. Yeah. You're feeling good. Then I think let's. Uh, <laughs> are you feeling lucky, like Google would say? Uh, no, I never used that tool. <laughs> that was stupid. Um. Well, yeah. I'm, you're gonna run the gauntlet on this one, Mike, because we uh, we have a great line up today. And today, what oh. you're gonna be doing is deciding. The ultimate mixed tag team gauntlet. There's a little, there's a little, there's a little catch to this one, you know, of course, because we've been talking for months and months about the about the childs of these WWE superstars uh, and what their professional careers will be. Um, so we're gonna take a look at who would be their parents. So Mike, here's what you're gonna do. <laughs> I have a bunch of uh, real life married professional wrestlers. 
yeah. who are going to be entering a mixed tag gauntlet match. And Mike, you're going to have to, uh, I'm going to set you up with a matchup. And then you're gonna have to tell me who's gonna win, styles you like, what you don't like about the match, <laughs> uh, right. hi highlights, lowlights, any of these sorts of things. You're giving me the book. I'm, I, the book I'm giving you know, I'm giving you the book, and I'm letting you write it, baby. So first down to the ring. Uh, they, they were they were both victims of the releasing. Oh boy! And I've had uh, some success on the Indies, New Japan, uh, when Mike and Maria Kanellis make their way down to the ring. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. Okay. Right. Uh, their first challengers, two upstarts in NXT, a couple that you didn't even know were married until I told you this, and they're slowly becoming two of my favorites in NXT. We have <laughs> Roderick Strong and Marina Shafir. All right. All right. That's a good matchup. I like it. Uh, but uh, you know what? Right off the bat, I'm going to say I give the edge to Roddy Strong and Marina Shafir. I just feel like currently they're standing in the wrestling world. They got a higher position. You know, Mike and Maria, there's really, I don't know. I don't really see them doing much more than they've already done. Uh, and that includes advancing in this tournament. <laughs> so Roddy Strong, Marina Shafir, they uh, put on a dominating performance. Maria acts a coward and runs away and uh, Mike Bennett gets pinned. That, sound, that sounds That's about happening. right to me. Uh, also in a YouTube poll, I did watch the full match of when uh, Maria Kanellis takes that massive super kick from the Bullet Club. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I watched the full match. It's a good full match also. And then the kick yeah. is one of the craziest kicks in the world. Uh, yeah. there, I think she just took that thing head on. She, uh, Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> like yeah, just how the boom. How the hell fun. does that work? Okay. So Roger Sharon and Marina Shafir uh, win the first matchup, but they don't even have much time to rest. Uh, because things are about to get awesome. <laughs> the Miz and Maurice make their way down to the ring. Miz and Maurice. Uh, we haven't seen Maurice in a while. I miss her. I like her. She counts. She counts. Oh, yes. Oh, but I, I should mention, um, yeah, all of the, these are all, there's some current and some past uh, yeah, things going on. Fair. Here. Yeah, yeah. We can ignore the rules of time and space. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Maurice and Mike, I guess the Miz. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I guess that was their show. Miz and Mrs. That was Miz and Mrs. Never saw it, but uh, I know it exists. Me neither. Uh, so Miz and Mrs. versus Shafir and Strong. This will be yeah, another good matchup. Miz and Roddy, I think they would clash very well. Uh, Maurice is obviously not as experienced, or she barely ever wrestles these days. So I think Shafir has the advantage there. But, uh, you know, I smell Miz and Maurice cooking up some slimy actions there, some scheming. Maybe Miz is in the ring. Maurice uh, hits a low blow on Roddy. Miz rolls him up for the three count. Miz and Maurice moving on. Miz and Maurice moving on. Huge. You, you know if Miz Huge. is getting a big win, it's going to be greasy. <laughs> yeah. uh, but without even having much time to rest, I think... Uh, we're coming down to the ring. Two superstars over on AEW All Elite Wrestling. You think you know where I'm going with this? Where the Nightmare Family, Cody and Brandy Rhodes, come for this interbrand matchup. Wow, this this would be a good matchup. Cody versus Miz. That alone, I think they could do some really good stuff. And then Brandy and Maurice. I think they're pretty evenly matched when it comes to in ring. Maurice, Maurice has a bit more experience, but Brandy wrestles more recently, but they're both kind of, you know, you know, mm -hmm. they try. I'll give them that. <laughs> but Cody and Miz, they'd be carrying the matchup. 
how's this one gonna go? You know, uh, right now, Cody, he's one of the hottest stars in his company. So I think he's got the edge. I think uh, Miz and Maurice, they keep trying those shenanigans. But uh, Brandy's able to block Maurice. Cody hits the crossroads and pins the Miz. Pins the Miz. Cody and Brandy coming out of this mixed tag team gauntlet. We're about halfway through this gauntlet, too. Hopefully they can keep it up. Um, but coming up next, you know, these AEW competitors are going to have to uh, challenge someone they've never challenged before over because they're on WWE. That's right. Uh, next down to the ring is Jimmy Uso and Naomi. Okay. As we were saying earlier, we haven't seen Jimmy in a while. Haven't, haven't seen but, Jimmy uh, Uso in a while. But, uh, you know, much like his brother, maybe he can forge. I guess it's still a tag team, but he can show, hey, I'm more than just a brother. I'm a husband. Uh, <laughs> so him and Naomi come down to take on Cody and Brandy. But, uh, you know, I think Cody, like I said, he's... He's on the rise, or he is. He's one of the top guys in the company. And Uso, Jimmy, he's been away for a while. He's doesn't. He's missing a step or two, and Cody takes advantage. Uh, but this time, it's Brandy who pins Naomi with a big elbow drop <laughs> off the top rope. <laughs> big elbow drop off the top rope? Because <laughs> she needs a spot. She needs a spot. Of course. Give her a spot, Cody and Brandy, for the one, two, three. But then uh, uh, all the lights go dark. <laughs> Uh-oh. And uh -oh. then we start hearing the sounds of motorcycle revving. And then coming down the massive WrestleMania-sized ramp to, to or a massive motorcycle, two leather-clad competitors. <laughs> Big green, green flashing everywhere. I think that's his color. And, of course, it's time to play the game. <laughs> Triple H and Stephanie McMahon make their way down to the ring for another inter-company battle. Yeah. And this... This is a big one. This is a big one. Triple H versus Cody. You know, Cody did his entrance. He kind of mocked Triple H with the, the sludge hammer and the, the throne he had at first. And it was all cheeky stuff, you know, I think. But, all tongue in cheek. But, you know, there was but, some uh, purpose there. There was some purpose. Cody, you know, he, he, he was a little bitter with WWE and Stardust and not letting him reach his potential that we know he can. So this would be a good, you know, I think this would be an intense match. Triple H and Cody once again. The men carrying it nothing against brandy or stephanie a former woman's champion in her own right uh, and yeah i think her and trips they'd be healing it up as well they'd be trying to do we'd see a sledgehammer guaranteed sledgehammer comes out uh cody's gonna get some color he's gonna get hit with that hammer <laughs> you know he's gonna bleed <laughs> oh he's going oh, he's bleeding baby he's bleeding he's bleeding uh but he kicks out of the pedigree hits the crossroad and pins triple h Cody and Brandy are on a roll here. Cody and Brandy get revenge. They get revenge. Oh, and uh, Cody still has blonde hair for this match, so he's bloodied. Oh, he's so bloodied through that streaky blonde yeah. hair. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> uh, it's beautiful. <laughs> Triple H and Statue McMahon have uh, have been eliminated um, from the setup. Okay, coming up here, uh, a bunch of P. I, I, can't, I can't foresee a situation where any of these ma any sort of combination match here has happened before, because the uh, the premier couple of NXT, Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae, make their way down to the ring. Mm, okay, yeah, this is another very nice matchup. Uh, 
yeah, Johnny and Cody. That would, that would be a good even matchup, but I think Candice far outweighs Brandy. So that gives the Garganos a pretty nice edge. And they're not as fatigued. You know, at this point, Cody's bleeding everywhere. <laughs> Every, everywhere. Uh, so he can't do much. And uh, Brandy gets tagged in. She's alone with Candice. And Johnny Gargano super kicks Brandy. Ooh. And then <laughs> Candice hits her finish and pins Brandy. The Rhodes, they put up a great fight, but they're gone. Johnny and Candice are moving on. Johnny and Candice LeRae moving on. You're right. Candice LeRae uh, used to mix tag action, too, of course, uh, with her years spent yeah, on the yeah. indies and in PWG. Um, Johnny Gargano, Candice LeRae moving forward. Next up down to the plate. Uh, <laughs> we haven't seen either of these people in a long, long time. Doesn't mean they're not happily married and ready to kick some ass. Because coming down to the ring next is CM Punk and AJ Lee. Wow. This 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 out of retirement. Out of dual yeah. out of retirement. And Johnny Gargano, that'd be a good opponent. It wouldn't be the big money matchup, but wrestling wise, it would be a great match. Uh, and AJ Lee, yeah, we haven't seen her go in a long time, but she was kind of a similar to Candace, a small, small well, I guess they're all pretty small, like we said. <laughs> but, <laughs> all of them are fairly uh, small. But yeah, she can high fly. She does some cool submissions and stuff. Uh, but you know what? CM Punk's back. He's not getting pinned in his first, you know, little contest here right away. So he's pinning Johnny Gargano with the go to sleep. Him and AJ are moving on. Oh, baby. That would be a fun match. Gar- Gargano, CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, they're moving on. Uh, coming down to the ring next. A match who I'm sure we, you, we happened at one point in WWE in its long-esteemed history. A man who we haven't seen in a few months and a woman who we haven't seen in a few years. When Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella come oh, down boy. to the ring. Yeah. Oh, boy. I, was, I knew Daniel Bryan would be in there at some point. And, uh, yes, him and CM Punk, they did have some fantastic matches. Uh, this was during CM Punk's... 354 day reign whatever it was as champ brian was still the heel the yes movement hadn't he wasn't the full baby face yet but uh that's different this time around this is <laughs> daniel bryan this is former main event wrestlemania the accolades cm punk never had uh, so they're getting they're having a hell of a match here they're going they're going 45 minutes 45 oh my god this needs <laughs> to be the longest pay-per-view ever <laughs> but uh you know brie bella brie and uh brie and aj mix it up a bit brie does her couple moves that she can do uh but you know what daniel bryan the yes movement he hits the big running knee on cm punk and he pins him wow oh my god yeah. oh my lord we're coming down to our 10th and final competitor oh boy in the ring sweaty daniel bryan has to get his beard <coughs> and his, and his <laughs> he hair just went 45 minutes all of his face he's won 45 minutes of solid wrestling again the yeah. lights the lights dim to a to a to a black and all we hear is the sweet siren call <laughs> you think you know me <laughs> <laughs> Because coming down to the ring next is Edge and Beth Phoenix. Wow. Who wow. could have predicted? I was in control. <laughs> and uh, it led to two wrestlers who had their careers taken away from them due to injury. And they both got to come back triumphantly. Wow. Wow. Uh, yeah. 
Two, two of some of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Former world champions. Main evented WrestleMania, both of them. Uh, yeah, this would be another just great wrestling match. Beth Phoenix, she knows what she's doing. Uh, she can carry Brie Bella a little bit. But, uh, damn. Yeah, this is hard. Who is going to take it? Because Edge is back. I mean, he's part-time, but he's still he's mm-hmm. out of retirement. He's We haven't seen Brian wrestle in a while either. So they could both. The, the win would mean good things for both of them but you know what i'll just go with my heart and give it to the man i like more (laughs) because daniel bryan avoids the spear hits the big running knee and pins edge and him and brie bella win it the 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 fantastic victory they over an hour in the ring but just in daniel bryan alone yeah triumphant and that was uh, it. Yeah. That was the gauntlet. Uh, that was the <laughs> ultimate mixed tag team gauntlet match. Daniel Bryan, Brie Bella, congratulations. Yeah, that was fun. It was like a, an improvised stage play for all of you. <laughs> for all of you at home and for you, Mike. And for me, yeah. I didn't know what was going to happen. No. I didn't know who was going to do what and when. <laughs> you didn't like know. when I used to have Royal Rumbles with my action figures. I'd never know who was going to win the Rumble. I would swerve myself. How... <laughs> I would have like my favorite wrestler come down and then out of nowhere, boom, some jobber eliminates him. And I'd be like, oh, God, but there's no taking it back. Oh, God, Stone Cold gets eliminated Spicy. by. Oh, yeah. Jobber. <laughs> by Al Snow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. That was a fun little gauntlet there. But I've got a couple questions for you. Are you ready for them? I think I'm, I'm ready for this. There may or may not be theme. Some sometimes I don't know. I can't think of enough. That's okay. But let's start championships. It's class of champions, so we'll at least have some championship question here. Okay. Because uh, there's a lot of titles on the line, and uh, there's a lot of titles that aren't around anymore in the WWE. So can you name five championship titles that are now defunct in defunct, WWE? Defunct, as it were. And uh, there, you know, there's some there's some technicalities and things that are gone and brought back and things that have different names. So, but you understand all that. <laughs> you just might not know all the answers. Okay. Well, I th- well, I think I can get a few. I think I can definitely yeah. get a few. I'm only looking for five. Okay. There's way more. There's some that you none of us have ever even heard of from like the 50s that we're not even going to uh, worry. About. I'm sure. Yeah. So uh, I'll say the European Championship. Yep. Uh, the I guess that's the uh, world heavyweight champ, like the big, the big gold belt, the world heavyweight yes. championship. Yes, sir. I'm gonna have to say the hardcore championship. Yes. I'm also going to say the million dollar championship. I'll allow it. <sighs> okay, so, um, yes. my last one I'm thinking of, because there was. And I wonder, I wonder because I don't know, like uh, previous iterations of the women's championship, like there was the the, the red plate, which I don't know, like if, if it turned in, I, I don't really know the timeline on the other stuff, but I'm, or if, uh, if kind of like the lineage is kind of carried forward, but I'm going to take a gamble just because it's called something completely different. And I'm going to say the Divas championship. Yes. Yes. Boom. So you got, you got your five, you I'm got your five. five. Any any extra guesses or any extra guesses? I feel like there's um a lot of uh, shit that lasted for like two years <laughs> or, or like a little or little periods of time. I feel, you know. Yeah, uh, 
before the they had a light heavyweight championship before the cruiserweight light heavyweight uh, okay that's cool yeah it was the same thing uh and also the former cruiserweight championship counts as a different lineage than this new one. Oh, really like they retired it and then when they brought it back this is a whole different belt right the old one was absorbed from wcw and they merged it so there's all these things same with the tag titles like the SmackDown tag titles have been around for longer than the Raw tag titles because they got rid of the original ones. Uh, it's a weird, it's a weird thing. But anyways, right. you got okay. No. Yeah, because I I, I pictured because wasn't uh, like the United States title or the United States Championship yeah. was actually a WCW championship. Yeah, and that one's still around. So when you look at the history, it goes back to WCW. Right. So it's kind of it's interesting. Yeah. Well. Uh, so next question. This one's gonna. Uh, we'll we'll see how this goes because okay. there's a lot of leniency. There's no, for I don't know. I'll just say the question because it's related to the championship, <laughs> the uh, the WWE championship, the one that Drew McIntyre's holding. Mm-hmm. Can you name five? So it's been changed many times over the years. Can you name five different versions of the belt? So any any sort of like keyword or description, but you know five versions of that belt. What's it look like? Oh, de- describing what it looks like, not what it was called. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, some of they don't really have official names, but if you can use like two words, then yeah, but like we'll know what you're saying. Okay, okay. Like okay. obviously the the one belt. Yeah, some of them have certain features that you know what they are. Right, right, right. Okay, so <laughs> um, the f- uh, the first one that comes to mind is the big spinner belt. Yeah, that I picture like John Cena having it. I picture CM Punk having it at that Money in the Bank ladder match. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I picture that. I picture the one. Uh, fuck. I guess like like attitude like WWF Championship blue uh globe in the middle. Yeah, the globe is there. Uh, Does that make sense? Yeah, the globe. Yeah, the big globe. The big globe. Hmm. I'll give you the big globe. The big globe. Thank you. The big globe. <laughs> I was there. Um, uh, now, there was one. Fuck, what's the best way to describe this one? Yeah, it's tough. Because really, I'm picturing there's also one that had like wings on it. Yeah. Wings on the front. Wings, I picture Stone Cold of... holding that one. But what kind of wings? Hmm. Like kind of wings that came up at like a like a Pegasus wings. <laughs> uh, God, I mean that's like three barely. Um, yeah. I can't really think three. of I can't really think of any other any other I mean, looks. Th- you, you can use the current one. Okay, yeah, yeah, the new one. You know the way uh, it has like that kind of very symmetrical W. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with the plates called the W title with the plates on <laughs> with the plates on yeah. the sides. Um, yeah, yeah. That's four. That's, I'll give you four. Okay. Yeah, that's that's all I can think of without <laughs> without you know or, yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm sure you've seen the one right before it became the Spinner title. There was the undisputed title, the one that like Eddie Guerrero had and Brock Lesnar. It was like oh, still black on gold. Yeah, I can. It was only that. used a couple years. It looked different. Yeah, I, I can pick uh, that. And then the the current one, the big W, they it was slightly different before with the old scratch WW logo. And then they just kind of update it for the WWE Network logo. Oh, really? Like the old, yeah, like the chicken scratch WWE. Yeah, oh, it looked okay. like that. And then they slightly changed it. It looks better now. Uh, yeah. So there's that, you know. And there was also Stone Cold had his custom smoking skull belt. 
Have you seen that one? I don't think I have. I don't think I have. But yeah. I know that somebody else had a custom belt, and it's just kind of like escaping uh, me. Like, The Rock had one where it was like the bull on it. Yeah, that one never actually got used, but it was oh, made. Oh, okay. okay. So there's pictures of it. But right. Yeah. Edge, Edge also, he swapped the spinner for a rated R logo. I would have given you that. Oh, that's cool. There's a couple. Other people have had customs. Ultimate Warrior changed the color of the strap. Yeah, Daniel there's Bryan had his little uh, shtick also. Oh, yeah. We, I, I forgot, forgot about that. that. And one. The Fiend, I guess. Oh, that's the universal. No, that's the universal title. Never mind. My mistake. But Daniel Bryan's, though, he would have given. I forgot. How could I forget? Well, I guess that's also. Uh, yeah. Okay. There you go. Anyways, anyways, we're good. We're good. Let's move on. Cool. My my final question. Uh, it's not championship related. <laughs> okay. Not this time. But I want you to name five wrestlers who sing their own theme song. Wow. I God. I gotta say, fucking zero. To and I'm not off. just okay, not, so... not just like the not just the intro. Not the <laughs> I'm better than you. <laughs> and it's you be actual. know it. Yeah. They gotta be throughout the song saying things, singing huh. stuff. Uh, okay, well, Chris Jericho. Yeah. The song that I find myself singing to myself every <laughs> single day. Um, you know, and just kind of, you know, you're walking into the bathroom, just kind of singing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. <laughs> uh, John Cena, he sings his song. Of course. Of course. And that's all the ones that really come to mind. <laughs> uh,. I'm trying to think of any other like songs that really stick out. You know, I mean, a lot of the CFO dollar sign stuff. CM Punk uses an, like an actual song. Yeah. Uh, so many people, yeah, who are using like songs by band. Triple H is no. Uh, Edge probably not. <laughs> Maybe Lucha Party is going Lucha, 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 Lucha. <laughs> uh, nah. That could be a stretch. Um, God, yeah, they're, they're, I know those two for certain, and then nobody yeah. else. Uh, There's, uh, oh, you, um, you know some I, of these. Uh, just... Did Hulk? Did Hulk, Did Hogan do his? The no. I am a real. <laughs> no, he, but he uh, he played bass, didn't he? He played bass, yeah. He claims to. Have. <laughs> he claims to have played bass. Um, he claims to have almost been a member of Metallica. Really? Yeah, oh, but no one believes it. Life could have gone a totally different direction for that guy. Yeah. Yeah, no one else. No one else like explicitly comes to mind singing. Uh, <clears throat> maybe the Iconics are singing their song for all we know. Peyton Royce was in the studio going. Ah, <laughs> ah, ah. Uh, so, I'm gonna, so, so I'm going to lock in those two and uh, go blank on the rest. All right. Well, uh, you definitely know Shawn Michaels sings his theme. Really? Song. I did know. I did not know that. You did not know. I, that. I did not know that. That's cool. So you should be okay. Our uh, truth, of course, he sings his oh, theme song. Oh fuck yeah, yeah. What's up? What's up? What's <laughs> yeah. up? And he raps along the way. Uh, the Rock, his theme song. It's not a whole lot of singing, but he's throughout the song going. The Rock says, "Know your role." Okay. Yeah, yeah. Throughout. He's yeah. He's not singing, but he's like providing the stings. Yeah. Naomi, she sings her song. Oh shit. I'm amazing. Uh, Honky Tonk Man. That's an older one. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. He he had a guitar. Yeah. Enzo Amore. He rapped for his. I can't even. Yeah, or like the. It was like it didn't start with like the bling bling bling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do his, I haven't heard. I haven't heard that one in a while. Yeah. It was a good song, but uh, yeah, there's a couple more. But anyways, that's it. 
Oh, it's fantastic. That's it. No, I, I I didn't know uh I didn't know some of those. It was sort of scratching through my brain and I was like, okay, if, if I I was thinking of like the songs and then trying to match it to the face of the person and be like, yeah, they looked capable of that or no, they did not look <laughs> capable of that. Uh, <laughs> that was fantastic. Uh that was such a great week of trivia. Yes, fun as always. Fun as always. Uh but the fun's over. Because we have to get to our <laughs> Wednesday night war. War isn't fun, Mike. Uh, why do people play all those war video games? Because, well, shooting people is fun, but war is, <laughs> is, isn't fun. Of okay. course, we're talking about our the September 23rd edition of the Wednesday Night War. Um, I'm going to, uh, let's, let's kick this one off with NXT. NXT, what does it mean? I don't know, but it's a good wrestling show. NXT, watch and see. Gotta tap out a count out of one, two, three. NXT! Because over on NXT, we already know that we have this uh, massive um, uh, battle royal, this women's battle royal for number one contender. We have this gauntlet eliminator match for the NXT title because we do have a takeover coming up and oh, lo and behold we kick off the show like the show starts and there's like 42 women in the ring so I assume yeah. that can only mean we're kicking off with this battle royal yeah we don't have time for everyone's entrances here but uh, we get a couple uh, that's, Tegan Knox, that's usually the way battle royals work right like when you do the yeah. Andre the Giant thing there's like the whole chunk that all come out together and then Dolph Ziggler yeah, gets like, well his. here's the four that have a chance of yeah, winning. here's Big <laughs> yeah. Show Dolph Baron Corbin yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah but uh, during the entrances Tegan Knox is attacked backstage by Candice LeRae with a steel pipe so once again another Tanya Harding uh, another Tanya Harding another Galuli. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but and that's not enough though after the pipe she rams this giant equipment cart into her leg wedged against the steel door I don't think she can compete now I had to hurt. that would have that crying. hurt she was crying in pain <laughs> selling that knee it's already in a brace so she can't catch a break here uh, she don't get no respect no respect but uh, the match must go on and we saw some new faces or people we don't really see much you know a nice little the commentary said it was an effort by William Regal to broaden the competition for our champions. We also, so we had, and it also seemed like a lot of these people had one name names. Yeah, I was going to say, there was Gia, Emily, Ellie, Rita, and you're getting sweeter. Mambo <laughs> <Yeah>. number five. <laughs> but, so, uh, so here's what they did. Vince McMahon is, <laughs> he, uh, he, he heard, so right after he watched Mad Max Fury Road for the first time, he heard yeah. Mambo number five by Lou Vega. Uh, and he just started. Like, it's a hit. God damn it! He just started writing down all these names as fast as he can. Yeah. Uh, the one I did recognize though was Catalina, the masked, the masked one with the purple hair. Yes, purple hair. We have seen her like before. Her. You're right. Yeah. Uh, then there was also this girl named Raven. She was the larger one. But uh, most of these new women got knocked out pretty quick. Mm -hmm. Leave it. Leave room for the big stars like Rhea Ripley and uh, Raquel Gonzalez. They were the big brutes, just racking up some eliminations there. Cat uh, and Zaro does her little spider monkey spots where she gets thrown to the floor, lands on her back, holding her feet up, and does a little handstand, turn around, uh, hooks her feet on the ropes. And then I guess then we get more monkey business later when she's just climbing the barricade. She is all over. She's the great. Place. She's the new Kofi King. She's the new Kofi <laughs> yeah. Kingston. Four foot six, whatever she whatever is. Whatever she is. Oh my God. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think, yeah, she climbs Caden Carter's shoulders. But anyways, eventually we get that big girl showdown we've been waiting for. Ripley, Gonzalez. 
but they end up eliminating each other as they both just topple to the floor. So uh, the final four is Candice LeRae, Shotzi Blackheart, Casey Catanzaro, and Dakota Kai. But uh, Casey's the first to go. So Dakota, Candice, they team up against Shotzi. But Shotzi dumps Kai to the floor, so she's looking good. We're down to just Shotzi, Candice. They have a good little exchange. They fight their way over the top ropes onto the edge of the apron. Shotzi nails Candice. Uh, she slams her head on the ring post, so she falls down the steps. But she manages to keep her feet off the floor. And then she just like uses her feet to just fling, catapult uh, Shotzi over her head onto the floor. LeRae wins, gets a title shot. So close, Shotzi. So goddamn close. But next time, you know, she's been featured well. Candice LeRae hasn't had, has she ever had a straight-up title shot? Uh, I think she lost to Shayna Baszler, I feel like. Oh, yeah. But uh, remember last year at uh, TakeOver Toronto, we saw Candice versus EO. EO Yeah, and that was a banger. That was a banger. One of the best women's matches of the year, so I'm looking forward to that rematch. Yeah. Rematch, rematch. Of course, this was sort of like yeah. Another uh, and one thing I love about these battle royals that they're able to do. Uh, I love when they tell the story in two parts. You know, like part one was give Gonzalez and Ripley all the eliminations. Yeah, <laughs> Make, that's why all the new guys were in there. <laughs> that's pretty much. And I was thinking to myself too. I was like, why are there so many women in here? We are when our women's division is already stacked. It's like, oh yeah, Rhea Ripley needs not six eliminations yeah. or whatever it is. <laughs> um, and then of course the second half of the match kind of really determined determining who our uh you know what was going to happen once we got everybody cleared out and then yeah Larray was able to have the spotlight Shotzi Blackheart of course she can't escape the spotlight no you know the runner-up that's the baby face trope you come so close and then eventually you'll get that big one and Johnny Gargano comes out at the end of the match to congratulate her and the uh the poison pixie is going to have a takeover Matt is is takeover going to be at the Thunderdome do we know this uh, they should. Why not? I feel like I feel like they could. They feel like they might as well, yeah. right? Because it's on its own. Yeah, it's the Sunday night. It's uh, Takeover Thirty One. They've officially named it. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, so that'll be fun. Tegan Knox, though, she's gonna. You know, she could be a factor limping out to try to fuck with Candice for. Yeah, and I guess we we up. still have we still have some time to build to this matchup. So. Yeah, not much time though. It's a week after Clash. So. Oh shit, really? Oh my god. Why? I thought I it was so. like in the middle of October for some reason. Oh my god. It should have been, but I don't know. Maybe. Ah, whatever. Uh, we go backstage, Undisputed, Era, and Imperium are arguing. Uh, and Fandango's there just as uh, dressed as a Sherlock Holmes type. And uh, I don't know. William Regal gets mad at his English accent. So he explained this complicated thing, and they're going to have a series of matches, or they're going to swap partners, and I don't know. The winners face each other and get a tag title shot. It seemed like way more complicated than it was when I saw it. Yeah, and once when it actually it, played out, I was out, like, oh, like, oh, this makes so much sense. Why has <laughs> yeah. why have we never booked a tag match like this before? This is incredible. Uh, yeah. so we do get that match later with members of kind of like all of these uh, all of these tag teams wanting a shot. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was. I thought it was a fun way to book a match. Yeah, uh, let's just talk about that. What was it? So Roddy Strong teams up with Danny Birch to take on Raul Mendoza and Fabian Eichner. Yeah, so makes sense to everyone listening. One person, we all get it. They booked the match. (laughs) Uh, And what a, yeah, what a fun little, it's almost like a mini tournament. Yeah, it was just a cool, you know, little clash of styles here that works. And uh, So then the winner of this match, the winning team, 
will yeah. get to have another match next week with their own respective tag team. So, you know, if Raul Mendoza and Fabian Aiken are able to take the win, that means that Imperium versus... Uh, Legato. Uh, Legato, Del Fantasma... What the fuck? What yeah. They, yeah, whatever. Yeah, um, <laughs> and then that winner will take on Fandango. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Danny Birch, he ends up hitting this really awesome looking, just hanging diamond cutter in the corner, gets the win. So uh, next week, Roddy Strong and Bobby Fish take on Birch and Lorcan to see who gets the title shot. I love a good cutter. And it's not until oh, yeah. not the watching the main roster where you get to see cutters. Um, <laughs> because I think even just the motion, you never see it. You never see it. The motion yeah, is just too it. close to the RKO because it is. Yeah, I know. Back in back in the N64 days, I'd always make the diamond cutter my guy's finisher. I loved it. It's a cool looking move, especially if, move. if they spike you like Ricochet took it that one time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Certain guys, Sammy Guevara, Pac, I feel like they'll just jump on their heads. <laughs> Pac will jump on his head for anything. Yeah. Um, but then we get Tommaso Ciampa takes on Jake Atlas. Atlas gets a couple moves in, but Ciampa just beats him up, hits the win. Uh, yeah, nails his finishers. Just being big, bad, braided beard Ciampa. Yeah, this is going on for a couple braided beard. <laughs> going on for, <laughs> it seems like a couple weeks, you know. Uh, Ciampa knows how to be a badass. Um, yeah, he's picking who, on him. Who, who will take a few shortcuts. And Jake Atlas looking pretty good against one of the best that NXT has to offer. Yeah, I like Atlas. You know, he uh, we, he had some good matches in that cruiserweight tournament. So, yeah, yeah he's still young. He's still Got time to cook. Time to cook, baby. <laughs> but uh, Damian Priest, who is not so young. I think he's like 40. Really? What's up with these? Yeah, all these 40-year-olds getting a shot. 40 is the it's new 20. The, it's the new it. age of wrestling. People aren't doing all these drugs and shit. So exactly. Can... <laughs> well, everyone's everyone's working on their body, drinking plenty of water. Uh, yeah. Some superstars don't even consume alcohol. No, they, they indulge in soda stream. That's about it. I heard the other day, uh, Billy Kay is one of those. She's one of those. Uh, no, she don't drink. Does not drink. She was. Damn, uh, I, thought, she, I feel like she'd be so fun to go to a pub with. Right? She would be hilarious. But uh, yeah. she would be hilarious either way. I guess she was doing. An, she, was. she was doing an Instagram Q and A, and that that question popped up. Interesting. Uh, but yes, Damian Priest taking on Austin Theory, and uh, yeah, Priest just looking good. Hits the razor's edge to the edge of the ring. And then hits the reckoning inside the ring to get the win. Ooh. And then Johnny Gargano attacks him after because he's getting the title shot at TakeOver. He's getting the title shot at TakeOver. Right. That was um was that that was like a gauntlet match or something of the it was like a fatal five way uh, the other week or something. Yeah, there's something. I forget exactly how it played. Right, right, right. Because we're just still waiting on uh we're still waiting on Grammy. That's all I'm that, Grammy. Still waiting. Well he's in the main event. Oh yeah, uh, he was in the main event. But uh, also, I don't remember when in the show this happened, but did you catch there was like some vignette? It was like this night vision thing. Yes. Distorted voices. Yeah. About someone coming back to NXT, I think. And I don't know. They smashed a glass case and they grabbed the title. So maybe it's a former champion. I also uh, saw that. It looks yeah. like a little like CCTV footage or something. Yeah. With, like a glow in the or like a yeah, uh, a dark night or a well night dark Huh. What's the word I'm looking Night for? Vision? Night vision. Night vision in the dark. Yeah. Uh, and then at the end, it flashed the date, October 4th, 
20, which is uh, TakeOver 31. So Ooh. I guess we'll get our answer then. And uh, my stepdad's birthday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is he showing up to NXT? Is he showing up to... Well, um, yeah, coming back to Bo NXT. Dallas? <laughs> yeah, that's what we're that's what we were waiting for, right? <laughs> yeah, like you said, coming back to NXT, I also kind of got that same uh, message. I mean, who... Who? I don't know. I don't know. Right? That's I mean, the intro. I mean, even a Karrion Cross type never left. Samoa no. Joe is too much of a main roster guy. Mike, after I heard this, of course, I'm going to go straight to Wikipedia and check out the uh the list of former <laughs> champions. Um there's a question for you. When was the last time you saw Bobby Roode? Uh, been a while. I remember, yeah, him and Ziggler got traded to Raw, but I don't even think we even saw Roode. I don't even think he popped up. And then, Mike, my question was, Bobby Roode's a former champion of NXT. He is. So is Bo Dallas. So is Bo Dallas. <laughs> so is, uh, but, uh, I mean, Karrion Cross never left. I mean, yeah, all the other ones, though, are busy, of course, like Big E, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor is the champ, all these other guys. Yeah, Roode, uh, Bo... I mean, Cross is probably not you. I mean, he wouldn't have lost the title if he was beat back so quick, yeah. I think. So. Unless, unless, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't hear any. I don't know. I don't know. Well, we'll find out in only a week, though. So I guess we'll mm-hmm. see. Unless it's the hacker and he just disappears. Oh, fuck. No, I feel like <laughs> normally when something, they start something on NXT, we actually see it through. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. Uh, then we get Ridge Holland. This big bad. Uh, where is he from? UK. Yeah, they gave him like a like yeah, a little he, promo. He's a rugby. Thing. He's a rugby player. Yeah, oh, I'm a tough lad. Yeah. Oi, oi, oi. Peaky blinders. <laughs> yeah. So he's taking on Antonio DeLuca, which uh, you know he's just here. Nice little enhancement match for Holland. He just tosses this guy around, hits a big. His finish looked cool. It's called the Northern Grit. Ah. Oh, kind of. Yeah. That's fun. Anyways, yeah. Gets the W, but the Dublin, uh, I don't know. He's not, but let's go. Main event time. The gauntlet, gauntlet eliminator match. Winner faces Finn Balor for the NXT title. Uh, And we start off with Kushida and Kyle O'Reilly in the ring. And uh, so every four minutes, another man will enter and you can only be eliminated by pinfall or submission. So. Makes sense. Uh, the, Makes sense, Regal. Let's go for it. Yeah, I like it. These two kick it off. We get some good mat wrestling in while, while they still can before it's too crowded. Uh, and it gets real crowded because the next man out is Bronson Reed. And he just uses that big size to take over the two smaller guys. and They all fight to the top rope. Bronson knocks O'Reilly to the floor. And then Velveteen Dream runs in, hits the Dream Valley driver on Kushida and runs off. Uh, Reed didn't see it, but he takes advantage anyways. Uh, just hits the big splash on Kushida and pins him. He's eliminated. So him and Dream just been fucking with each other. Yeah, I guess. I mean that that sounds like a that sounds like the thing. Yeah, maybe that's your non-title match for the takeover. That, I don't know. That could be. Yeah. Uh, Ku- but then Kushida's the next Kushida's ma- had all of one takeover match, maybe. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Uh, the next man out though, Timothy Thatcher. Woo! Uh, the Thatch man, so he's he's not looking happy. He never looks happy. He always <laughs> looks mad. I think he's got a growl. On. Yeah, and I, I, it's 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 white men who are bald but don't shave their head. 
always come across looking angry. Oh, uh, just those the spindly stuff. Yeah, just out. he's holding on to it. It's part. It, I love it. I love it. Timothy Thatcher. Yeah. Oh, uh, Thatchman. Thatchman is one of my favorite professional wrestlers <laughs> on the planet. Uh, wow, well, but he's always uh, so angry looking. He is. But I think another another close favorite though of Cameron Grimes. He's out next. Yeah. He's our final member. <laughs> to the moon. That's his new thing. That's what he keeps saying. Yeah. Yeah, he's even got a shirt now. It's got like him pointing at the moon or something. He has a shirt. He's got a God shirt. God damn it. He's made it. He uh, made it. So anyways, this is our final four. Uh, Grimey comes out hot. He clears the ring. Uh, Bronson Reed hits a big suicide dive, taking everyone out. Uh, then he goes for his big splash on the Thatch Man, but he avoids it. And then right after, Kyle O'Reilly comes flying in with a big knee off the top rope uh, to the back of Bronson's head. Covers him. Eliminates him. So uh, then O'Reilly and Thatch, they do some good chain wrestling, which results in O'Reilly pinning Thatch down for the three. So we get our final two, Kyle and Cameron. Uh, Grimes just comes flying in. He hits his cave-in stomp, but Kyle gets a foot on the rope, uh, two. So it's only a two count. Uh, but Grimey, he celebrates. He thinks he's won. He can't believe when the ref tells him no. So they have a good little exchange. And then Grimes goes for another cave-in. But Kyle avoids it, locks in the heel hook, and Grimes taps out. <sighs> Kyle O'Reilly is getting a title shot. Can't believe it. It's 2020, baby. Of course, I think yeah. after Finn Balor comes out, they have a little bit of a stare a down stare off. As, we, think, uh, uh, as we head to commercial, or sorry, while we head to the end of the show. The end. And yeah. God damn it, what a great match from start to finish. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Um... Uh, Kyle O'Reilly getting a singles push here. That's going to be fantastic. Yeah, you know, and, uh, you know, I mean, we have Big E over on the other roster getting a singles push outside of their tag team, and now we have Kyle O'Reilly doing the same um, over here. I mean, of course, his 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 technique in the ring is second to none. We, we can see that. Yeah. Yeah, this will, you know, former Ring of Honor champion, PWG champion. Uh, so we're going to get this, you know, we haven't really seen a lot of single stuff from him in NXT, so. No. This is going to be great. No, it's going to be, it's it's going to be such a great match to see and Finn Balor keep up because he, Finn Balor's also not uh, a high flyer, heavy hitter uh, type, you know, I think the two styles can mat mesh fairly well. Yeah, this is going to be a fun little bout. That being said, though, and Thatcher O'Reilly, that's, that's the, that's the mania main <laughs> event right there. Um, yeah, but there you have it. That was NXT. But that being said, I guess it's also in a, in a timeline uh, f movie type situation. It's also like adjacent to. Yes, it's uh, it's not so much in the rear view as the side. The side view. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And objects appear may appear larger than they actually are um, because we're heading over <laughs> to TNT AEW Dynamite. AEW, all elite, they coming for you Vince, better watch out, it's too sweet. Yeah, baby, which version? Uh, the Tuesday night special? Oh shit, right, because we had the little Tuesday night thing. Um, I was just going to jump straight to Wednesday with a little preface that Sean Spears... Got a knock. Yeah, we don't we don't have to do the whole thing. We can just address the Sean Spears. Over so we had the match over on the yeah, the night before, uh was oh, Matt Sid Sidal Sidel? Sidel, how would we say it? 
Matt Seidel. Seidel and uh, Sean Spears coming out, of course, with Telly Blanchard. He's got that. Uh, he's got that left glove ready to he's go. He's got the glove, baby. Uh, and you know, he when he gets a chance, he's down outside the ring. Tully goes over, loads that glove with that steel plate, and uh, yeah, Spears clocks Seidel with that thing, follows it up with the D, the C four to get the win. So big win, the glove. Give me more of that glove, yeah, baby. Give us more glove. Give us more spears. At one point, when Matt Seidel is going up to the, uh, he's going up to the top ring. He brushes off the ring ropes <laughs> oh, yeah. when he's out there in the corner. Jr. is nice like, stuff. oh, he's brushing off the ropes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't do a good Jr. I'll just say that right now. Um, yeah, I guess that was the highlight of the, it. Was a little one-hour thing. Jericho was on yeah. commentary. Uh, also, your girl Anna J got a win over Brandy Rose. My girl nice. Anna J. I think it was a submission. Dark Order. Yeah. Well, sleep the Queen Slayer. They call it sleeper. The hold. Queen Slayer cool. Anna J. Uh, future world champion. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I might as well just mention the only other match that happened. Ben Carter, who looked pretty good here, who made a name, oh, took on Scorpio's guy. Young guy. Young guy. Yeah. So he looked cool. Um, uh, well, he looked cool, but it's not like not looking like <laughs> we're gonna see him very much, very often. Uh, we'll see. Maybe on dark. Uh, maybe on dark, but hey, I think it was going to have to be at least three weeks because uh, earlier on today, as it were, Ben Carter reported that he had tested positive for COVID nineteen. Oh, uh, yeah, I've been hearing. You know, eek, you know, he was down there back. Um, he was there backstage. You know, sort of the night before that we had our uh, dynamite because, of course, we kick off AEW dynamite and immediately told that we're not getting a match that we thought we were getting. Yeah. Uh, which then, with this Ben Carter news, of course, we were supposed to get the Taz, or sorry, not Taz, fucking Brian Cage, Lance Archer, Ricky Team Starks, Taz. Team Taz, yeah. taking on Lance Mox, Archer. Hobbs, and Darb. Uh, but we're not yeah. getting that. We're actually going to get a main event of John Moxley and Eddie Kingston, everyone's favorite person. Uh, but but that maybe some other people in the locker room may have Archer. gotten sick. Yeah, Archer confirmed he's got COVID. Uh, and there's hot rumors flying around about lots of people that there's been breakouts in both AEW and NXT the past week. Because uh, Bobby Fish wasn't there either. There was a couple. Uh, yeah, Brian Cage was gone. A couple guys. A bunch of guys were gone. So, yeah. I guess. Apparently, Cage tweeted and deleted something. Brian Cage tweeted about feeling sick, and then he deleted it shortly uh, after. He was like, hey, guys, <laughs> uh, I, yeah. I'm having a tough time breathing. Uh, so, anyways. Who knows what's going on here, but uh, we still got a show. Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford come out. <clears throat> Sabian just cuts a little promo, hyping up the best man, Miro. And that leads us to tag team action. Kip and Miro teaming up against Sonny Kiss and Joey Janela. Because you need when you need someone to do his job, who are you going to call? Joey Janela. Joey Janela. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Miro was looking real good, real jacked. He's got uh, slightly different gear i guess he has like shorts instead of trunks and like little kick pads on his boots yeah he had a little something there a little something mm. uh near the end of the match they're fighting outside the ring when miro uh goes running at janela who pulls the rope down and miro goes flying over lands awkwardly and starts selling that leg i couldn't tell if it was legit or not it looked legit but then he seemed fine later. I don't know. Yeah, you know, he seemed fine. It seemed, the, the, the whole, it was a bad fall. You know, he tweaked it his It was ankle. a bad fall. Uh, but even worse, I thought, was right after when, um, so they fight over to the barricade. And Miro just, like, helps. He flings Kip Savian over the barricade into Janela. 
But Janela hits Sabian midair, and he just, like, falls headfirst onto the concrete, which is kind of dumb so soon after the Matt Hardy oh, thing. Jesus Christ. It looked like a bad fall, but anyway, Sabian survived. Him and Miro appears to be okay as well. As he gets back in the ring, hits a big super kick, and then locks in the camel clutch, which he now calls the game over, and gets the submission. Oh, right. They're doing a whole video game thing now, right? Yeah. Um, he's, uh, they were gaming, yeah, talking Twitch. about he's COD Twitch. and Twitch. Uh, yeah, fun opener. A little messy, but... Um, yeah, it wasn't perfect for... I mean, Miro, yeah. Let's. Uh, I don't know. This uh, the, the 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 pairing with Sabian. I think can only last so long. I, I, I do like the Joey Janela Sunny Kiss t- tag team. Yeah, they've got their thing going on. They're both kind of unique individuals. Yeah, yeah, they're they are uh, unique individuals. That's a good way to put it. Um, yeah. I guess you know it still remains to be seen how lo- how far Miro can climb up this ladder. Uh, you know, working with Sabian. Uh, you know, mid card, if that kind of guy, uh, the yeah. best man. Um, who knows? Are we still getting a wedding, or is that just to bring in Miro? I hope we. No, I think we'll still get a wedding. We still need some kind of. Okay, even if the payoff is just a wedding where nothing crazy happens, there's also oh, I just that option. See Penelope being a beautiful blushing bride. <laughs> I just want to see more. Yeah, more Penelope Ford. I think of anything else. Yeah. Uh, but we got Eddie Kingston coming out. For another excellent promo, because he, yeah, he's letting us know he's getting a world title shot against Moxley tonight, and it's not unjust because he's right; he was never eliminated in that battle royal. So you know, he, here's your shot. In this 18 years oh, in the business, my God, and he's finally getting it. In this promo, I, uh, yeah, this this was a promo where I, you know, sometimes because I always ask myself, you know, if you're watching either whatever show. Like, how much is written? How much of this are they saying? That they still want to say yeah. themselves, right? As soon as Eddie Kingston, he was just calling Moxley a sports entertainer. Yeah. Oh, that Sell set out. me off. That was, I, yeah. I was sitting on my balcony last night having a little <laughs> sip of wine. It was a nice evening. Uh, I'm just fucking laughing to myself. Come on, sports entertainer. Great. Yeah. You, uh, you sold out, went to the, the land the of the sports entertainer. <laughs> it was just funny. You sold your soul to the devil. It was just yeah. funny. Funny, because hearing him call a sports entertainer, uh, because yeah, they've never they've never really, or at least I don't really <laughs> notice them saying that word in AEW. No, I think the only reason they used it was yeah, just to bring up. It was just a good jab, WWE and I don't know if that's uh, somebody, um, you know, somebody telling him to say that. If he's just doing that himself, it was a good line. Yeah, I think it was just yeah, he just he was feeling it, cutting a good promo. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then Moxley comes out, gets in his face, but then officials break him up. Save it for the main event, boys. Uh, yeah, so we'll get that in a little bit. Perfect. But we got Hangman Page taking on Evil Uno. And then Kenny Omega on commentary again, just taking those little jabs at Hangman. Oh, he's the best. He's the best he's on awesome. commentary yeah, right now. building that storyline. He's sitting there with his, it's the way his Mr. Noodle talks, hairdo. And yes, I'm very <laughs> excited to take my opportunity and get back yeah. into the singles wrestling. <laughs> uh, but you know what? He's doing the talking while Hangman's doing the winning because he picks up another singles win with the Buckshot Lariat. And Evil so, Uno, uh, yeah, like we said, I think last week, you know, he seemed to have slimmed down a little bit. He's looking better. And they he's even, good. even yeah. put that over on Real commentary mobile. a little bit also. Yeah, I like it. Um, I think it was around this point of the uh, of the evening, maybe right after. And this is a very, 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 very small sidebar. Um, you know, since they're <laughs> on TNT, they do need to promote the NBA playoffs. And it was fun to hear... Uh, Excalibur 
pump up tonight's matchup between the LA Lakers and Denver Nuggets. Uh, you know, just saying like the normal thing you have to say, like you know, Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic look to even up the series at two games apiece. I just I like yeah. it when my, my 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 basketball and my wrestling <laughs> is coming together. It's like it's your two best friends meeting for the first time. You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, very very again, very small sidebar. Like no, 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 no. And like we, you know, on NBA they've. Shot, uh, they've thrown out a couple AEW. Of records. course, yeah. To hear Kevin Harlan go, AEW Dynamite. Yeah, it's very. No, I heard the one guy is like, my son loves Jungle Boy. Very, he very, watches. very satisfying yeah. to hear. Uh, but then we go backstage. Tony Schiavone, he's trying to speak with the young bucks about how they've been acting out recently, and you know, Matt admits he says we were out of line, super kicking everyone, all these officials. But uh, we've gone through a lot these last few weeks, and we're, we're going to try to do better. And then Tony asks him about FTR, which makes Matt angry. So he grabs poor Tony's phone and just smashes it. Tony's just like, why? Come on, man. So Tony, these guys are jerks. But uh, at least he hands him a wad of cash. Out no, of he doesn't hand him a wad of cash. He fucking well, he, yeah, he throws it. it. Throws up a wad of cash at <laughs> him. him. Tony Schiavone yeah. is like, he's awesome. He just, I feel like he's just been getting cucked his whole career. <laughs> <laughs> but he's he's so funny at playing it. Yeah, he's but because he's, yeah. he's never gonna like eat a super kick, or like that's not his bag. It's not his. You bag, can shit but... on him while he's interviewing you, but he's never gonna get physical. Uh, I think that's fantastic. If you paid him enough, I think he. Well, take a of bump. course, you know, he take a bump. But imagine someone's like, hey, you know, we want you to be in the professional wrestling world, yeah. but we don't want you to get hit. No, no, it's a... yeah, yeah. He's not pumping for free. <laughs> uh, but we got. A TNT title match here. Mr. Brody Lee taking on Orange Cassidy. And members of the Dark Order surrounding the ring. Uh, Anna Jay jumps up early on, tries to interfere. So Orange Cassidy just puts his shades right on her. Mm-hmm. She looked good. Looked good with those looked shades. Looked good in those I think she looked good with the other gimmick. But, you know, hey, that's just me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we every, yeah. Uh, the Broadway baby. Whatever that, yeah, whatever, that, uh, whatever that was. Broadway uh, something. I don't know. But uh, anyways, Orange Cassidy does his whole hands in pockets routine, but uh, Brody's not fooling around. And uh, constantly throughout the match, Dark Dark Order members would just get little kicks and jabs in on Orange Cassidy. Mm JR is just like, are there any other refs in the building? He said that he so it. often today. Every single time. Well, they did. They did interfere like ten. Th- times. Every single time there was an interference, he was like, and he was just playing on playing to me, right? I'm always yeah. asking myself, who the fuck are the refs in this? Yeah, let's get some damn order out He's here. He's playing to me. Maybe he, uh, yeah, you know, where's Earl? We haven't seen Earl Hebner in a little while. Let's get him back. Yeah. And fucking- Mike Kyoto. They brought in the ref, the vet. And uh, yeah, we, we haven't seen him, him in a little. You know, I think we need some veteran. We also, you know, maybe they can some veteran presence. Yeah, Aubrey can't ref every. She can't match. do every single match. Jesus yeah. Christ! Uh, but then Brody just starts dominating. He hits some vicious half and half suplexes. Orange Cassidy just yeah, those swung looks, right on. I've never head. seen those before. That was pretty cool. Yeah, they're very nice. Yeah. Uh, so Orange Cassidy, he's so beat up he can't even stand, which helps him inadvertently <laughs> to duck. The discus lariat when he just falls on his ass. It was, it was almost so. like what ha- Orange Cassidy would have done if he was able bodied, yeah. but uh, <laughs> he was he was so exhausted. Yeah, but he gets another wind. He fights back, starts hitting a couple big moves. Uh, he picks Brody up. He even hits the air raid crash on him at one point, which is that size difference was nice. Yeah. Uh, and then he's lining up for the orange punch, 
when uh, one of the Dark Order members jumps in, takes the bullet, which allows Brody to finally hit that discus lariat and get the three count, retaining his title. Uh, he, st- but, he stood a lot of time, though. You know, I mean, we've seen yeah, we've Lawrence Cassidy put up a good we've fight. We've seen Brody Lee as just being a brick, sh- like this dominant, brutal force, right? And he's being booked yeah. like that. And Cody, I mean, sorry, not um, Orange Cassidy uh, has been the best fight that he's maybe had with this TNT Championship. He he got it in like five minutes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He dominated Cody, and uh, yeah, Orange put up a much better fight, but. Uh, as Brody is celebrating, the lights go out. Uh, music starts playing. We're getting this like grand entrance choir. I don't know, but uh, wait a minute. Of course, it's Cody. He uh, after a five week absence, he's back. But uh, something's different here. <laughs> he's got a suit on and jet black hair. Jet black hair. Jet black, like shoe polish. Uh, right off the bat, I hate it. But. Well, I think the uh, <laughs> I'll give him a chance. the meme that I saw was um, of Cody's face with the jet black hair directly beside. Um, remember that episode of The Office where it's like an ageism thing, and then Creed takes all the print toner <laughs> yeah. from the printer, and then it was Creed's yeah. face. It's like that yeah. same kind of black. <laughs> uh, that, that's perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I love Cody. The blonde hair I thought was a great look for him. Uh, this is weird. This is like a heel thing to do, but he doesn't seem like he... Like, if he was going to join the Dark Order, I thought this would have been Well, good. we rarely know what someone's intentions are when they come back for the first time. Whether they're face-oriented or heel-oriented. Sometimes we can get an image based on what they did, but beating up the shittiest members of the Dark Order isn't necessarily... Like, Brody Lee does that anyways. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't even... Yeah, they just kind of all disappeared, and then Cody's just left with one of the, the goons. I think, was, I think it was Alex... Ra- number five? Silver... Oh, fuck that. Yeah, Silver Reynolds. He just locks a figure four, taps him out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But my big takeaway was the black hair. I mean, how can you not? Well, I think that, I think that was every, I think that was everyone's <laughs> big takeaway. This is the, the neck tattoo point 2.0. Next tattoo <laughs> 2.0. See, no, I think, yeah. I think we're coming back. Uh, I think we're heel Cody. But he was attacking the Dark Order. So... Yeah, I guess. I, you know, honestly, <laughs> honestly, well, because right after this, so right. So, I mean, I guess, so, yeah, I hate him now because of his hair. So he is a eagle. So right, <laughs> as, so right after this matchup, of course, uh, Cody sits on this like figure four for on number five, I think. Um, yeah. And then, of course, I think we might just go like straight to backstage or it's right after the commercial. We have uh, Mr. Brody Lee with the microphone just screaming into he's the camera. Fired up. Yeah, he's fired, fired up. up. Give it like just dropping a very, very, very good promo. I have oh, to yeah. say he's talking about uh, he's well, at one point he calls Brandy an Instagram thirst trap. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you caught that. He said, what kind of man lets his wife be an Instagram <laughs> thirst trap and call me daddy? Yeah, I was in uh, on that line. But then at one point um, he pulls out a dog collar on a chain. Yeah. Uh, challenges Cody to a good old dog collar match. Good old Which dog. Is so this is like a strap match, but it's by their neck. Yeah, essentially the same exact thing. Yeah, except for you're chained by the. But it's chained so. by their neck. But uh, I mean, w- w- this whole time he's just beating up. He was throwing Dark Order members around uh, during this whole time. I don't know if you noticed that also. 
Uh, what, just as he was speaking? Just Yeah, smacking. or yeah, one of them walked past, threw him away. One oh, of them, yeah. The one who handed him the dog collar, he threw that guy off yeah. to the side. But you're right. I mean, the Exalted One seems to be on the path to challenge Cody, where I seem to think that Cody's not on the path to want to challenge Mr. Brody Lee. I'm saying, I, I think, no, I think... I think he wants to be in the Dark Order. Uh, well, it was a funny way of showing it. It was a funny way of showing it, but... Um, I mean, the hair, though. The hair makes me think yes. The hair makes me think yes, and that's like the <laughs> one that... If, if, if CM Punk taught me one thing, it's change your hair uh, if you're a heel, based on if you're a heel or face. So I gotta go with it. We'll see. Brody Lee. But that's the... Uh, you know, I mean, Cody coming back so soon, though, right? Like... I yeah, don't want him to take the spotlight. We can't have him take the spotlight away from Brody, or you know, from the Dark Order and Brody Lee. And also, Cody can't win this belt right back because he just had it and was the first. You know, it's yeah. we sort of need to toss this around a bit before Cody can come back to it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll have to. Uh, I guess we'll probably hear some words from Cody next week. We can get some more clarity. Yeah, hopefully we can clear some stuff intentions. up. Uh, but we hear some words from Matt Hardy next as he comes out with Private Party, and they all cut a little promo about their Tanya Harding incident <laughs> last week when Matt got attacked. Uh, but he says, you know, it was suspicious how uh, a second later, Jericho comes in with a bat. So he's the prime suspect. Uh, and uh, eventually, I don't know, inner circle interrupt and Sammy Guevara's out there. Or he's back after from the fall. I guess he survived that big fall. The big fall. The big fall. Everyone exchanges words. Eventually, Isaiah Cassidy challenges Jericho. So we'll get that one-on-one next week. Um, yeah, this segment didn't work at all for me. Uh, I don't yeah, know. It it's it's do. sort of the way that Quinn and uh, what's the other one's name? Cassidy. Cassidy. They kind of like kept yeah. interrupting themselves. And they're both super young, you know, getting into yeah, it. But it's, uh, it's a big spotlight to have a promo going up against Chris Jericho. Yeah. Yeah, their mic work right off needs, the bat. Uh, needs some work, but you know, and you know, my is Matt Hardy coming out so we know he's all right? Because if they took him off I TV so. entirely, it would be like, oh shit, he's not all right. Yeah, I think uh, we'll just see him in this role for a month or so, and mm-hmm. yeah, don't take any bumps for a little. He bit. won't take any bumps, but I guess in the meantime, uh, the the private party folks, who knows, just coming on with the match. Yeah. Then we got FTR in the ring with Tolly, and uh, Tolly's cutting a promo, just talking about how they get to pick their next opponents. So they're going to challenge SCU next week, and then they start insulting the best friends for that parking lot fight, calling it glorified backyard wrestling. Uh, the best friends come out to interrupt and say, okay, let's do this right now. So FTR, they get ready to compete, then they just pull a psych, and they just leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, you know, yeah, and then Chuck Taylor trenched in the ring. I think FTR, I feel as though they should rely on uh, Tully Blanchard more to be a microphone guy. I feel like none of these two guys are as skilled on the microphone as they need to be, or like for the champions. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, they come off a little like cartoon villainish. A little cartoon villainish possibly like, ta- like ah, I'm going to get possibly it. taking some of that mystique away from them as champions, you know? I mean, a silent champion, you know, we see how dominant a guy like Lance Archer can be or Brian Cage without even saying a word. 
Yeah. And Tali is great on the mic, so yeah. Let him, and best let him best it. friends with the momentum, they're on the way up. They're getting pushed forward fast. Um, Coming in hot off that five-star match, the, allegedly. The, the big five-star match, but... Uh, it's 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 tough, you know. We, we we need to pull the trigger on a group like uh, on a group like the best friends while they're at the top. But FTR yeah. really are coming across like they these long term, so exactly long term champions. It's uh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I, I I hate it when this ha- and this happens all the time, right? I mean, it's it, yeah, similar to like a Jimmy Uso situation. Jimmy Uso's super hot right now, but he's gonna take a big old L on Sunday yeah. <laughs> on Sunday, or is it Jey Uso? You know the it's Jay. You know the one yeah, I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty much, that's pretty much okay. it. Okay. Uh, we get our one women's action of the night. Eva Lise and Diamante taking on Hikaru Shida and Thunder Rosa, who it's always nice to have on the show. And Rosa had her face, uh, half of her face painted like Road Warrior Animal in tribute of him. He passed away this week. Earlier on, earlier on yesterday. Yeah. So that was nice. Uh, and yeah, just really enjoying having Rosa around. Hopefully she can just uh, full time. So this wasn't a quite a Tweet of the Week champion uh, type thing. But um, uh, Thunder Rosa did tweet out earlier on in the week. Um, I'm doing nothing in October or like I'm free this October. And then the little like, uh, so, you know, looking around left and right eyes. You know, those little <laughs> things, the little shifty yeah. eyes. <laughs> So, you know, I'd be all for that. And like we said, like we said just after last week, I mean, that was the best women's match we've had in AEW last week. She uh Rose is probably a huge part of that. Yeah. Definitely. So, is. uh yeah, she ends up Rosa takes Ivelisse out of the match and then uh Hikaru Shida's left alone with Diamante. She hits her big uh I forget what she calls it. A Tomashi knee strike mm. gets the win. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember what it was called. Um, <laughs> That's okay. But yeah, it was, uh, it was super condensed, which you know, fucking a whole bunch of this shit happened in picture in picture, of course. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately, but uh, yeah, you know, like we, more women's action is always a good thing on time. And I think a rematch between uh, Sheeta and Thunder Rosa is is on the horizon. Yeah, yeah, and I'd be all for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's go main event. The AEW World Championship is on the line. John Moxley defending against Eddie Kingston. And, you know, Eddie, he shows he's not all talk. He goes toe-to-toe here. They have a good uh, good little bout. Uh, but, uh, you know, he's probably not going to beat Moxley on his first go-around. Because uh, Moxley, yeah, he blocks a big back fist. He applies a sleeper hold, which he transitions into a bulldog choke. And the ref calls for the bell as Kingston can't respond. So Moxley retains. God knocks him the fuck out. His his uh his yeah, chest his chest token. was starting to hit some ground beef uh, levels too. I don't know if you saw. Oh that. yeah, there was tons of chops going on. I guess, on I, I guess Eddie Kingston's finisher is like uh it's like a Judas effect, but but uh, you straighten out your arm and hit him with your fist in- instead. The same kind of like <laughs> it's like this reverse back. Fist yeah, back fist that uh, he kept trying to hit, and John Moxley kept yeah. you know moving away from. He, yeah, that's where he blocked. But uh, so after the win, the the family comes out, Lucha Bros, and they start attacking Moxley. So Will Hobbs comes out to help Moxley, but he gets beaten down. So Darby Allen comes out with his skateboard, starts smacking everyone around. 
Ricky Starks comes out. We're going crazy here. All the heels, all the faces. Uh, the heels stand tall, though, as they beat down Moxley and Hobbs uh, and everyone else. And the heels stand tall. The family, as you called them. The family. Uh, yeah, this was a hard-hitting episode of, of Dynamite. You know, between the Brody Lee match, we had this matchup right here. Um, you know, it's, and the Adam Hangman page. Like, it's funny. I was just remembering the other day when... You know the or the AEW the the flash and the flying and the you know the flips and the and the spike DDTs <laughs> and these sorts of things and I was like oh sh- sh- shit like we haven't see, really seen that style of wrestling in a long time on this show which is uh just different you know it's they're they, they're still keeping a fun show just changing the style completely it's odd yeah mix it up nothing wrong with that of course no it's uh just purely an observation by myself <laughs> that was AEW dynamite uh the show is almost over we do we should probably get into this class champions gold rush though um because every single championship except for or what we 24/7. know of the 24 7 championship yeah. uh is on the line as of now yeah so uh let's just get into it we know the pre-show match oscar zelina vega raw women's title you know, I just want to see Vega put up a good fight. I don't think she'll win, but no, Oscar Oscar will retain. Uh, this is definitely one of the matches I'm more, you know, I, I see would be more or less predictable. Yeah, yeah, but you know, if Vega can put up a good fight, hit a couple cool moves, I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we got Bobby Lashley facing Apollo Cruz, hopefully for the last time for that United States Championship. Because, you know, the Hurt Business is booming. We don't need to hang around exactly. with Exactly. Last minute means Lashley retains or last yeah. matchup. Yeah, let's do that. And then uh, Street Profits against Andrada and Garza. Another one. Repeat. Yeah, I just don't uh, know what to think about for the tag yeah. belts. We were talking about it earlier on in the show. I don't even know what to think about them anymore. Yeah, I don't even care. Don't even care. <laughs> uh, Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura, the other tag title match defending against Lucha House Party. You know, I'm a bit, at least that one's a bit. Yeah, they more. Can, yeah, yeah. At least I like this one a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, you know, they can have a fun little thing, and uh, we'll see. Exactly. But uh, you know, Lucha House Party could even win. Who knows? Uh, then we got another tag title match: Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler against Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan. God, what is this dynamite? Um... <laughs> you know. I'd say uh, give it to Liv and Ruby. Let them win these titles here. Yeah, why not? It sort of seemed like the Shayna Nia thing was put together as you know a transition champion. Yeah. They've been they've yeah. been at the helm for a few weeks now, if not a month. Uh, the Riot yeah. Squad are an actual team. They're a team. They've been uh, yeah, they've been you know getting a little push the last month or so, and huh. it'd be nice to see them win their first ever championships. I guess it would be. Uh, then more women's action. We got Bailey defending against Nikki Cross here. Uh, you know, there's wild cards. Sasha Banks could appear. Alexa Bliss could appear. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Or we could just get a match. But uh, either way, I don't think Bailey's losing. No, I mean, if 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 our payoff is ba- is Sasha Bailey for this belt, uh, yeah. this is you know that's we're holding on to that. Yeah, we're holding on to that. Uh, but. We talked about it earlier. The match potential to steal the show, steal the whole weekend. Uh, Jeff Hardy versus AJ Styles versus Sami Zayn. Triple threat, intercontinental title ladder match. 
That's going to be a bad For the undisputed Intercontinental Championship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're this, right. This is the one. This has this has Steel the Show written all over it. Um, Sami Zayn and AJ Styles, I feel, are... or Sami Zayn's a guy who just... He needs to work, you know, he needs to work with somebody on his level. And AJ Styles yeah. is on everybody's level. Or, no. Oh, no, yeah. AJ Styles... What am I trying to say? No, no, not many. <laughs> whatever I'm trying to say, Sami Zayn, <laughs> AJ it, Styles, they're both fantastic. Jeff Hardy fits right in there. Um, this, this, this could go either of the three ways, and yeah. I'm gonna love it. They've all been. They've been. You know, the Intercontinental Title has been doing well the last few months. Of course. Well, uh, SmackDown is doing well. SmackDown in general, yeah, it's been pretty well booked. Yes. Other than the tag titles, like we said, but. Yeah. 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 This. I'm just. Yeah. This is another one. I don't even care who wins. I just want to have a good old match and it's gonna be a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah. Don't care who wins, and it's nice to have a stip to one of these things. I'm pretty sure. You know. I mean, of course, we have a few steps on this. A few steps. Uh. Yeah. Let's get into the other big stip match, because we got Drew McIntyre defending his WWE Championship against Randy Orton in an ambulance match. So he must uh, throw your opponent into the back of the ambulance and properly shut the door. So the ambulance can leave to a local medical facility. <laughs> no, <laughs> not the hospital. Uh, yeah, this is the one. Yeah, th- this is another either way for me. Yeah, you know, I mean, we talked about before Randy Orton. You heated him up so much that now he's either got to win the title or stop going for yeah, it. He needs to win the title or we need something else for Drew McIntyre. And my next question is, who else is a top heel on Raw? I mean, Randy Orton's yeah. held that position for months now. Yeah. Hmm. But, you know, the ambulance match is just... Uh it's, it can be a lot of fun, but the finish always feels slightly just anticlimactic, be- I guess. Because they have to, like, you know, drag them over to, uh, like, yeah, a... Yeah, and just, a, like, throw them in. There's no big one, two, three. Thing. Yeah, it's kind of like that casket match vibe. Of like, all you got to do is just put them in the yeah. casket. Yeah. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see uh, how good it is. It can still be a good match. Mm. Uh, but let's go. I'm assuming this will probably be the main event. Roman Reigns defending that universal title against Jey Uso. We got Paul Heyman in the corner. Who knows if Jimmy and Naomi will show up. But, yeah, let's just get a good, fun match. Roman kills his cousin. (laughs) Roman Reigns killing his cousin. Yeah, we said it earlier. You know, as long as it's not that squash, that 10-minute squash or whatever. Let him get, let Jey Uso, let him get, he's got to hit that splash at least once. It makes you think. (gasps) (laughs) <laughs> yes, exactly. Like when Dominic and Rey Mysterio almost had Brock Lesnar. Oh, baby, that was so close. <laughs> um, and other than that, I did hear uh, I did hear a rumor that uh, Roman Reigns may be getting a new uh, theme song and kind of you know logo display, you know, kind of like a I, new presentation. Uh, yes, I heard. I think I heard Roman commented on himself saying that's something that uh, yeah they're gonna work when the time's right. It's gonna happen, but probably sooner than later. Yeah, probably. And I think he also said he's going to wrestle shirtless this weekend. Oh, finally. Well, I want to see. He's, he's probably popping he's right got, now. I was going to say, I saw a picture. He's got his like whole half of his back is tatted up now. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Cool. Now he's... It's like more. It's like uh, his arm thing just extended more of that like tribal. Now, stuff. at least I will be able to tell the difference between the Uso and Reigns in the ring. So that's fine. <laughs> but I'm just really worried that Jimmy is going to get in there and then it's just I don't know who's who anymore. Yeah, but uh, but Roman, you're going over. You're you're holding on to this yeah. motherfucker for uh, for a while. Yeah, I'd say till the next year, 2021. Mm-hmm. It'll lead us into the promised land, and that was the Clash of Champions preview. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. 
yeah, overall, you know, all these matches look pretty good on paper. Yeah, let's see what so, let's see what they can do. Yeah. Well, as we wrap right. up the show here, Mike, a long one. God, this fucking turned into a yeah, long show. Well, that's fun. Time just flies when you're having fun with your buddy. Let's close off the show the only way that we know how, which is with the wrestler of the week. It's the wrestler of the week. Of the week. Wrestler of the week. Of the week. Of the week. The wrestler of the week. Of the week. Of the week. Wrestler of the week. Of the week. Of the week. The wrestler of the week. Mike, I'm gonna take the charge on this one. Uh, I think I've called him everyone's favorite person three times already this show. Uh, because every time he comes out, he's proving to be everyone's favorite person. Uh, not only is he this week's Twitter League champion, he had a main event over on Dynamite where he stood toe-to-toe with one of the best in the biz. Eddie Kingston, you're the wrestler of the week. Yes, excellent. Excellent choice. Uh... I'll just say it. he was my runner-up. Ooh, shit. But, uh, he was my runner-up. Oh, another guy, you know, that uh, many great things we will see. Singles action. Kyle O'Reilly with a big win. He's my wrestler of the week. Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, if you uh, if you do have some time, you need to check out. Just Google him or YouTube old just him from pre-NXT days <laughs> when he was yeah. a single star. Uh, and I mean star. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. And that's the show. But, yeah, that's everything. That is the entire show. Thanks for listening, folks. Remember to rate, review, like, subscribe. Uh, the podcast is everywhere. Of course, we're going to come back with a show next week. Probably our normal kind of Thursday schedule, it seems like. Uh, we'll have our Wednesday Night War, Raw Smackdown, and, um, of course, our Clash of Champions pay-per-view. Who's rushing away with the gold? Gold rushing away. We'll find out. Okay, thanks for listening, folks. You guys take care. Bye.